All right, what's up everybody and welcome to Video Game Purist. This will be VGP episode lucky number 13. I am one of your hosts. My name is Fred Rojas and joining me as always from the East Coast is Mr. Trees. How's it going, sir? I am on my second week of uh, self-quarantine, Fred. Nice. So I'm like everybody else. I'm just, I've been home, Mm -hmm. you know? Yep. So... It's weird. I'm getting used to it. I got to say, the wife working at home, and then I'm home. The kid's home anyways. Mm-hmm. But then the boy goes to daycare. Mm-hmm. And then I have the day to, like, do do stuff. Cho- chores. Which must be nice. The honey-do yeah. list, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, mm-hmm. like I, built, I built a chalkboard wall last week. Like, nice. I upgrade, we had a chalkboard wall in the kitchen that... And I, I basically upgraded that. I'll, I'll send you some pictures, Fred. And then uh, <laughs> this week, I'm ripping out my bedroom wall because it was a hole in it from a plumber that I refused mm. to. So basically, I cut out a giant square so I could replace it. And uh, then basically, I, I picked the boy up. And then we set him for a quick dinner or playing. And then he's in bed by 8, 8.30. The wife's been sewing masks in... Mm, uh, mm-hmm. And um, what do you, what, hairnets or what do you call those? The caps, the little surgical caps or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. I, that's whatever what we those. call them, surgical caps. So she's been learning the, the sew of those. So huh. she's up to midnight in our room every night, just sewing away. You know, someone like me, your wife actually donated to my wife's mm-hmm. whole department. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, surgical hats like that. And um, my wife is very thankful for it. So. Yeah. My wife's a better person than I am. <laughs> Like I think of it all the time. I'm just like I would never, I wouldn't do it. I just wouldn't. Yeah, like yeah, you're right. I wouldn't do the project. Like I'd agree that it needs to be done, but I'm not volunteering. I wouldn't. uh, This games to be played, and then she um like our Dunkin' Donuts that she goes to. She has a friend that works there, Mm -hmm. and she got all this material with like donuts on it, and she she basically made the whole store masks that's awesome and the manager was so like happy because he was like yeah they weren't supplying us with yeah none of our dunkin donuts have masks so he was so happy he gave her like a 50 dollars gift card but she didn't want she didn't ask for it that's not why she did it it's one of those things where you're like rude to turn it down sort of so anyways she does that until midnight and then i'm free to game from like anywhere between eight and nine to like midnight Nice. And I sit there and I do horrible things. I drink Mountain Dew and Pizza Bites and popcorn every night for about a week and a half now. I've been doing this. I don't know if I can go back to the way it was. For it. <laughs> I don't no. know if I can do it. No. Yeah. And uh, but you know, now. for for a change of pace, um, this week we realized like we have a cabin sitting up on in New Hampshire with no one in it. And we're like, right. we're all home. Why don't we just go up there for just a, you know, you just need a change, man. Even if we're just sitting around up there, but it's like, whatever, it's a change. And so, yeah. So as you know, cause I, I texted you and stuff. I, so I spent the weekend up at the cabin in New Hammy mm-hmm. and it was, it was awesome. You know, I had some busy work that the father-in-law one asked if I could do uh, around the cabin, like clean some things up and take down a, old boat awning that was still in the lake and nice. so uh your, your man your man uh fred put on some waders 
That's right. I have oh, my own yeah. pair of waders. The, the father-in-law bought me my own pair. That's a good of, man uh, right there. Waders, expensive waders. And uh, I went out into the water, did that. And we just hung around and, and played Animal Crossing on the Switch and laid around the house, made pizza from scratch. Just, just nice. And, you know, other people had the same idea, Fred, because at night, a lot of fires around the lake. Like if you looked around the lake, all the summer homes. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think the owners of those summer homes, they weren't renting them, obviously, but I think the owners were all just hanging out with their summer rentals. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean. Yeah, there was a lot of people just sitting around with bonfires because it's mm. just nothing oh, yeah. to do. So, Camping's <clears throat> at an all-time high around here. People are all yeah. going camping. I don't do that because I'm not fucking heathen. But like, <laughs> yeah, lots of to fuck that. The, was, God did not intend us to sleep outdoors no. once we domesticated. Well, yeah, no one, no one there was sleeping outdoors either, Fred. They were exactly. Just no, those are fire. summer homes. Those are different. Yeah, yeah. The cabin is in. different. It sucked, you. Know, I brought my, <clears throat> I brought my cigar cut. I have some nice cigar cutters. My wife bought me a mm-hmm. while ago, and she, and I don't buy cigars as much anymore. Back in my 20s, I had a humidor, and I used to get the catalogs and just nice. had it stock. Uh, and then that faded. Um, and so, but my wife will still, she'll go to, like, we have some local stores around there. She'll go and buy me just some flavored ones. Because she knows I'm not, like, into fancy, like, expensive cigars. Like, I like the ones that taste like vanilla. Or, like, you, you know go. what I mean? Like, she'll just go buy me the coffee nice cream Swisher cigar. sweets. No. <laughs> <laughs> not that low end but no i'm just kidding but but something with some flavor and stuff and she'll buy me a little a pack of like three put so it in a baggie and uh give it to me for thing. like valentine's day or something i only smoke probably one cigar every five years <clears throat> but i love a good vanilla cigar mm-hmm. and then um you know like decent like yeah nothing fancy but a decent quality i want to say it's like eight, 10 bucks. I don't know. And then there is a red wine called Cigar Zin. It's supposed to, it's a red Zinfandel. It's just a heavy red wine. Don't be, the term Zinfandel, some people don't know. Like it's white Zin is nothing but candy wine, but like red Zinfandel is the grapes that it's from. The rejected grapes go into white Zinfandel. But anyway, Mm -hmm. so it's this big, heavy red wine and the bottle's probably 20, 30 bucks. And you just crack it open about an hour before you're going to sit out and smoke your cigar. Yeah. What they recommend you do, and I always do this, is you pour like, you know, a regular glass of wine, like six ounces. Maybe if you're feeling frisky like me, you get closer to 12. You know, you wouldn't want to have to go back inside a second time. Um, So about half the bottle in a glass. And then um, I take the, uh, not the end you light, the part that you put your mouth on. Mm -hmm. And I kind of soak it in the top of the uh, glass of red wine. For like, I just kind of twirl it in there and let mm-hmm. it soak for probably fifteen seconds, wow. and then uh, and then you cut it, you light it, and you really let that cigar settle for a little bit, five minutes mm. or so. You know, maybe put on some nice music. I guess I could do yeah. a podcast, but I usually do nice music. Mm. Um, and then you just puff and sip, and nice. you gotta. I almost think you have to do it. Like outside, I know that yeah. nobody would smoke a cigar in a house these days. No, but no, like, I, yeah. But like, yeah, I've heard about to, garages and stuff. Like, no, you have to be like out on a porch mm. or a backyard. Yeah, or, I used to do it in my apartment. Nice work. <laughs> my twenties, but my apartment was like a double floored, like lofted, like mm-hmm. all wood, almost like a cabin. 
mm-hmm. with skylights and stuff. It, it was it wasn't like a box. It was like a studio apartment somewhere in a complex. It was it was like part of a house, and it was it was just nice. And it was, it was definitely you could kick back in that place. Yeah. Yeah, I, like I said, I that always reminds me of stuff. In fact, I don't think I've had a cigar in over five years these days. Wow. I have them. Try that. I usually have them when I'm at the cabin. I'll have one. Mm-hmm. And, um, sure. And I do it by the fire pit, winter mm-hmm. or summer. I don't care. I dig that fire pit out in winter. Um, usually everybody goes to bed, and I'll sit out there and have that fire roaring. <clears throat> and I just, I have a little bench I built out there. And, mm-hmm. and this last summer, what I did, was it was a birch tree that was in my way. It had bent over with the weather, with the snow. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I finally cut it, mm-hmm. and, and the stump was sticking up, I don't know, maybe like two feet, not even a f- right? Mm-hmm. And um, I said, when I, when I have more time, I'll, I'll cut that down to the ground, you know? But then last summer, I was like, hmm. I was like, you know, that's at the exact height is like a table like a chair. So I leveled it and I mm-hmm. went in the garage. I found a piece of plywood and I, I rounded the edges and I sanded it and I just nailed it to the top of that stump <laughs> and I poly, poured dump polyurethane on it. And then uh, I Holy put my shit. chair next to it and I just have a little birch tree table, uh-huh. like, a, like an armrest that I can put uh-huh. my drinks on and I just uh-huh. chill by the fire, my friend. That's and genius. I, and I smoke a cigar and I have a beer and I just I just sit out there by myself. And yeah. you know, New Hampshire, you can see all the stars. It's by the lake. You and, know, uh, actually, in in the suburbs of Kansas, you can see most of the stars. Uh, mm-hmm. And I, I think I've talked about it. I probably talked about it last week. But we have this. Uh, we have a dual deck. We have mm-hmm. an upper and a lower. And the upper one does not have stairs going to it. So it's just an eight foot by eight foot square. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've got two uh, reclining. Um, so think about them as fold-out chairs, but they're reclining with padding and stuff, so they're nice. Mm-hmm. We got two of those. We got a little table. Got a bunch of plants. Mm-hmm. You can just recline back and stare at the ceiling. And then I got the uh, the. Uh, we have one more Google Home than we know what to do with, so we always yeah. just keep it. You just plug it in when you want yeah. some music. That's good. Yeah. Uh- the worst cigar experience I had up there <laughs> uh-huh. was about two years ago okay. where we had no cigars, right? But my father-in-law, he doesn't smoke at all. Okay. But up there, if you have cheap cigars, you just you, they're always up on the fireplace or something like they're just oh up, sure yeah, and they're just nubs, right? And you use them, you light them, and you keep them in your mouth. Sometimes when you're doing yard work. To keep the the deer flies away, huh? I never thought about that, but yeah. So he has a bunch of stubs up there, and uh, he had bought like a brick. You know, you buy the bricks of like shitty, yeah. horrible cigars for nothing. Uh, it's like it's like yeah. a brick of six or seven or something. <clears throat> yeah. And uh, we were up there, and me and my buddy, uh, we went to Pizza Hut in town. Proceeded to buy too much. So you much started stuff. the night with yes. quality. <laughs> yeah, too much. I think we spent over a hundred dollars at Pizza Hut. Oh my god! Because we bought all this pizza, all this shit. We're drinking beers at Pizza Hut. What are you trying to giant bomb this? <laughs> and uh, then we came back to the fire. Uh, proceeded to take some of the um, bundled cigars because it's all we had. Right. And all we had to drink was in the fridge was Michelob Ultras. Nice. <laughs> Uh, my friend proceeded. I mean, you don't want too many. Uh, yeah. 
my my friend Bruce. Listen, it was a five dollar night. You don't want too many. Um, uh, you, you don't want too many calories. You got to make a yes. <laughs> culture. My friend proceeded to get lightheaded, and he went inside and threw <laughs> up and passed out. And then uh, my wife's friend, her husband, who was a bit of a more of a snobby sort of a dude, and I knew him but didn't know him. Know him, you know when he's a mm-hmm. he's there, you, you have talk, but you don't know him yet. He came out and he was sort of a aficionado so to speak, of, of everything. He was one of those guys. Of fishing out of beers, of wine, ah, yes. of cigars. And he came out, and he saw me smoking a no-name cigar, drinking a Michelob Ultra. And he was just like, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I can't argue with you, my friend. <laughs> I cannot argue wow. with you. You know? So, listen, I, I have a good time no matter what. You know, that's, that's the point of that story, Frank. I make it work. Yeah. Right? But really, uh, as as far as my week, man, that's that that was it. I spent it in New Hammy, and I did some gaming up there, which we'll talk about when we talk about our games. And uh, we're going back this weekend, friend. It's because we were like, fuck it. Let's go back Excellent. up there. We got yeah. nothing going on. My wife has a half a day on Friday, so we can leave at noon. Sweet. And we'll, and we'll go back up there until Sunday night. Back to New Hammy. Well, that's a good plan, and I wish mm-hmm. you well. My uh, my weekend was um, not as positive. <laughs> it was fine, but mm-hmm. uh, we uh, so first of all that reclining chair I told you about. My yeah. wife, uh, my wife's on a kick of like activities, and yeah. uh, she had to work Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Well, she was scheduled for that. The story ends with her getting Sunday off, but um. So on Saturday, I was like, you know, I should do something nice for her. We do have Mother's Day gift planned and everything and lined up. Um, but I was like, let's do something nice for her. So I took uh, I took some extra budget we had and I bought a second one of those chairs because my daughter's fallen in love with that chair. So uh, my wife is now fighting her for it. So I was like, let's get a second chair, which meant going to Home Depot. And oh if I tried the in-store pickup thing and I drive a sports car... <laughs> <laughs> which has Good like idea. no front seat and the trunk is surprisingly spacious. Um, so I tested it. I took the chair we have now, folded it up and saw if it could go in the trunk. Sure enough, it like doesn't fit like a glove. Like it fit with space. I could fit mm. two of those in there. So I was like, okay, so that'll fit. The box will fit. It'll fit. Um, so I go try to buy in-store pickup. Our Home Depot is hands down the busiest place in the world since COVID-19 started from the moment that home Depot is like, we're essential. We are not closing. It is the parking lot is full and home Depot parking lots, at least in Kansas are massive. I never imagined in a million years you could fill this parking lot and they've now been able to be so busy. There is a line and a crossing guard. Like you're going to a fucking concert who walks you to where you park. And then there's a line that backs up to the light for people waiting to get into the parking lot. Um, Jeez. Turns out most of that line is the in-store pickup. Because I went to mm-hmm. buy in-store pickup and they're like, well, yeah, we have it. And yeah, you can get in-store pickup. But we have exceeded today and tomorrow's in-store pickups for our business hour slots. Like they slot you every five or ten minutes or something. So he said, if you're going to do in-store pickup, you got to go Monday. And in the interest of our other shoppers, we're not 
able to reserve the item for you. So when we, when you're, if your appointment's for like 940 on Monday, mm-hmm. then at 930, we're going to go pull it. And if it's sold out in that time period, sorry. And it's sold out online. The chair's sold out online. Although it's not sold out at any of our Home Depots. But all of them were super busy like this. So I was like, they're going to make me go in. Okay. I don't care. I have a mask, whatever. Uh, I Nobody around here wears masks, by the way. And I've stopped caring what the world's going to do. Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm at. Uh, Kansas is done. Kansas has had it. They are done with COVID-19. They don't need to be dramatic. They don't need to do protests. They don't need to do anything. They just fucking walk into the grocery store without a mask on and they do it with their whole family, and I just can't I, care. I, I will say I, I went to the store today. My wife knitted me a Star Wars one, or she sewed me one. Nice, nice. There's like yeah. BB-8s and R2-D2s on it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it was weird, and, 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 and I don't even know what I feel about the mask, but I wear them as a courtesy to other people. The mask prevents 95% of what you breathe from getting into the air. Right. It doesn't help you as much from other people, but it's you saying to other people, if I'm sick, there's a pretty low chance you'll get it. If you're both wearing a mask, the chance of getting it is like 1%. So it's a better chance. But if you're wearing a mask, you've got, I think it's 80 to 90% chance Mm -hmm. of being protected. So it's something. It's definitely something. I wear it, but I was in the grocery store, like I said, today, and I was amazed by like, like the young not young. When I say young, it sounds funny, but like teenagers. 20, no, no, like twenty-year-olds to oh, like thirty-year-olds, okay. like couples, just mm-hmm. nothing, just mm-hmm. walking around. Like, and to me, there's like old people and stuff in there that you see, and some mm-hmm. old people work in there. And I'm just yeah. like, man, as a like, courtesy to them, yeah. like, hey, I'm not trying to kill you. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Something to show you that I care. Like, so it's, it's weird when I see people just like, whatever, I'm not going to die from it. I'm 22. <laughs> it's like, yeah, maybe, but what about the other people around you, man? <laughs> yeah. You know? And also just keep in mind, although it's been greatly exaggerated, mm-hmm. one out of uh, three out of every 100 people in their 30s who get it will um, probably pass away. You know, that's a way smaller, that's a, that number is way smaller than you think it is. And so it's not something anyone should conscientiously be worried about. And Mm -hmm. by the end of this whole thing, again, without getting too deep into it and getting too real, don't worry, guys, Mm -hmm. we're not going to do that. Uh, Mm -hmm. 60% of the American human population will get it. Uh, Mm -hmm. Worldwide human population will get it. So it's not really an if, it's a when for most people. And so you just, you just you just ride the wave, right? You just, you can't let yourself get too worked up over this Mm -hmm. stuff and you just do the best you can. And trees, you walking in there with a mask on is you doing the best you can. Yeah, that's right. Um, And not freaking out on people who you see not doing it. And for the record, gloves really don't help you. In fact, they increase the chances you'll touch something nasty and not care where your hands have been and touch your like cell phone and then carry it around with you all day. So Mm -hmm. I actually don't recommend gloves because... If you're wearing bare hands, you're much more conscientious of what and where you're touching. Yes. So um, anyway, I went into Home Depot, bought the chair. They couldn't find it. It First of all, it wasn't in the area they said it was. Then I found it with the price tag and they hadn't put it out. Then I had to get somebody in the Home Depot, which it was a zoo. So I had to get somebody to go find it. Uh, then they found it, um, and then they had to get somebody to go get it down. It took like an hour, but I got the chair and I survived. <laughs> there you go. Um, 
<clears throat> I was able to buy the power washer though, because my wife would like me, I'm going to power wash and paint the fence. My wife would like me to repaint the house. She wants to pay to get the house repainted, but like, I'm like, I ain't paying 10 grand to repaint our house. I will pay the three grand to buy nice paint and repaint it myself. And one of those, those lifters, you know, that's on wheels where I can mm -hmm. literally just like, it's a safe stand that can raise and lower. In this time, in this weekend, though, I've managed to talk my wife down to finding out what she really has problems with. She has a couple problem areas on the front of the house. Only the front. Fuck the back. Who cares about the back, apparently? Um, and the chimney she has some issues with. I don't even know why we care about the chimney's paint, but whatever. Um, it's one of those things where it's a brick chimney and then they get encased it in, like, siding. Um, so whatever. Um, and then the trim's what she really worries about. So I've negotiated myself down to right now... I'm going to sand, recaulk, and repaint the trim around the house and those couple of problem areas, and then mm -hmm. we'll see how she feels. <laughs> so, um, but that does mean my ass has to get on a roof in certain parts because some of that trim is only accessible like it, it's too, it, like, how do I say this? It's too narrow to get on a, like, it's too far away from the, the edge to get on a ladder to do it, mm -hmm. but it's not far enough that, like, you can really protect yourself or anything so i'm on this small like three foot gad of sloped roof that makes up the roof over our garage that i gotta work on some trim for the bedrooms but i'll live you'll live i'll live um so we got that going uh and then i did do a drive-by parade on sunday for my one of our ne uh, cousins he it was his birthday <clears throat> And I had bad thoughts about this the whole time because it's like 30 people getting together and they were like, let's all meet at the school and then we'll head out there. Well, so a responsible group would all meet at the school. Everyone gets in their car. Everyone just lines up, right? This is how the millennials think that society operates. <laughs> but you got people as old as my grandfather who's 89 years old. And let me tell you something. There are two things he doesn't give two shits about. One is getting COVID-19 and the other one is dying. Yeah. He's fine. He, everyone around him, all of his friends, his wife, everybody's died. He's beaten cancer twice. He's not, he doesn't have a death wish, but he also just, he's like, I've lived a good life. Yeah. I am just, every day I get to see people is more valuable than worrying and fear. Mm -hmm. <laughs> is how he looks at it. Yep. So with people like him, plus really stubborn relatives, and I don't know, to hear the internet tell it, Everyone's got all these relatives that you like talk down to and you criticize and you curse and you tell them how to live life and you convince them to not vote for shitty people and all this stuff and everybody listens or you just disown them and you never talk to any of your family for the rest of your life. And I got to tell you in my family, neither of those fly. You don't tell the older people how to act. You know, um, you can say stuff like I'm not cool with this conversation and they're respectful to you, but... I am not about to tell my grandfather when to do what and where to mm -hmm. go and what to do. He doesn't give, uh, he loves me, but he doesn't give a fuck what I think. And uh, the same goes for a lot of my relatives who are older than me. And so anyway, I got there. We all got there, masks on, in our cars. And everybody got out and started talking and this and that and all the kids. And these are not just random kids that we've told my daughter she can't play with in the neighborhood. We've been those parents. But these are like, her cousins, these people she sees all the time. And I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Like when everybody was like, everybody come outside and say, hi, we decided to do it. We all stayed six feet apart, but we decided to do it. And of course the kids, as you know, trees, as you've probably experienced yourself, 
the kids played with each other and they just, mm-hmm. I don't think they really social distance and no one had a fucking mask on. Um, and that was that. And yeah. my grandfather at the very end walked up to me and he goes, Fred, I know we're not supposed to do this, but I don't know what's going to happen in the future. And, uh, you know, I don't know if I should be so callous as to say I'm his favorite, but I will say that like, I am one of his first grandchildren in the family. And, um, I never did the shitty things, right? Like I was always at the activities that no one showed up for. Recently when he got a microwave, he went to have installers do it. I found out about that. I canceled the installers and I went and installed the microwave myself because that's fucking bullshit. He has plenty of people in his life who can do this for him and he'd do it himself if we'd let him. Mm. Um, And so I'm that grandson. And so he went up and gave me a hug and everybody, that was what, I love how all this shit going on and that's where everyone drew the line. Everyone freaked out on us. Mm Mm-hmm. But whatever. Whatever, man. And you know what? I know that's not smart. I know that's not good. And I I mean, I tempt myself, but I could be a vector. And I doubt he's got it, but whatever. But like, this that was the first time where I got to experience, okay, if people get together, this is going to happen. This is inevitable. Mm-hmm. And so everybody's just got to decide what they're comfortable with. The part that I couldn't agree with and where I do draw the line is, so we did the drive-by, okay? And there was, it was just a normal neighborhood. Everyone was nice and this and that. But then they proceeded to, after the drive-by was done, they spun around and it was a one-way street. So I at first had issues with that, but like <laughs> no one's on the road. And then they all parked and got out and went and said hi to this guy in his driveway. That I didn't agree with so much. So this right. time I, I had to stay firm. We put on all our masks. Oh, sorry. It kind of defeats the purpose of a drive-by, don't it? Yeah, exactly. So we parked a block away outside of the one way and mm-hmm. the right way. We walked back. I bought him. He likes those fruity IPAs like the one you're drinking tonight, Trees. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So the hazy hint of crisp, you know, imperial IPAs and stuff. So I bought him a custom pack that I built at my liquor store. I have a liquor store near me called Brown Bag Liquor that literally will get you Lucy versions of anything. So if you say, I want this limited edition, but like a four pack, it costs 30 bucks. So I just want one beer out of that. They're like, we can make that happen for $7. Mm -hmm. And so I made a custom six pack. They built it for me, wrapped it up, even put a bow on it. Went and got that for him. To fuck with him, we got him a Smirnoff Ice and bro iced him because that's a fun thing to do. Mm-hmm. And before everybody showed up, uh, like that had parked, before everybody got out of their cars and everything, we ran up with our masks. Even Autumn had a little mask on. We handed him the bro ice, made him chug it real quick. We handed him the real gift. And then we told everybody that we were going and why we were going. We were like, sorry, guys, I really don't agree with what we're doing here. I really don't think we should all be out of our cars and talking to him and everything like that. And so uh, I love you guys. It was a pleasure to see you, but I am going to draw the line here and we're going to go. And so that's what I did. Um, and then we did a safer version at my uh, in-laws house. We went over there uh, and saw my brother and uh, his and, and my in-laws and um we bro-iced him also because that's just fun to do. It was a Sunday. Everybody should have a sugary drink beverage if we're going to mess with people. Um, and then we did it the right way. My mother-in-law sat on the front porch. My brother-in-law got a foldable chair and put it like right at the edge of the driveway. And then we were out in the middle of the lawn. So at least 10 feet between us all. And we just sat around and talked for like 20 minutes. No hugs, no kisses, no shaking hands. Yeah. And then called it. <clears throat> so I haven't talked to anybody. And I love it. 
haven't talked to anybody in over a week. And I, I really don't usually like that stuff. I wanted to beta test that with a relative that he's a great guy, but like we're not that close. Mm-hmm. Like he's a great guy. I would, I would, um, I would make sacrifices for him because family's yeah. family. <clears throat> um, but uh, so I, I would love him like Dom would love like Paul Walker's character, mm-hmm. but. But at the same time, he's not like super close. So I want to make sure when this happens with a super close family member, mm-hmm. how are we going to handle this? Um, so yeah, uh, we have I know. <laughs> we have friends, uh, close friends now. They were um, cheerleading football parents that we met. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And and they and then the uh, my buddy Jimmy, his wife become like a, a coach with my wife for cheerleading. So we become close, right? The kids and, and stuff. And it's killing them because they love our kids. Mm-hmm. And, the, and Jimmy, he has all girls. He loves Devin. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, he, he buys them yeah. gifts and shit. Like, he loves them. So <laughs> it's killing them that they can't hang out, you know? So, um, yep. like, Jimmy even ordered him a Maui hook. Nice. Like, it's a big, pl- hard yep. plastic fucking hook. Oh, yeah. Th- that that Maui hook is legit. I've seen it. It's legit, right? And yeah. He asked if he had one, and we said no. We didn't get it for him because he's in th- that age where he'll wreck the fucking house with it. Right. So Jimmy thought it'd be funny to order it for him. Yeah. So it showed up at the house, and now yep. we have the Maui hook, and yeah, he hooks doorknobs with it and mm-hmm. tips chairs over with it, and mm-hmm. he watches the movie and reenacts the movie as it's Jay going who? on. Yeah. yeah. And fucking all that. Anyways. I'm they, gonna buy you a big crab and send it to your house that oh shines. God. I told Jimmy it's the equivalent of buying you someone else's kids drums. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's that it's that sort of thing. But they they're buying a house in the area or close closer to us. But uh-huh. they they were in the area today and they pulled out front of our house. And they stayed in their car and they were just like talking out the window. And this is how isolated I've been. I was taking a nap upstairs before i yeah. picked my son up and i i got dressed and i came out and i said hey i said shut up try to take a nap up there <laughs> <laughs> that's how i am with people right now and what i love is uh jimmy's wife joey mm-hmm. he's real gruff so the minute i said hey shut up i'm taking that she goes oh you shut up <laughs> no, that's that's my dad and his friends that's how yeah. they are now, yeah, I love that's people yeah, that's that. That's how I grew up. How friends, yeah, yeah. like I, I kind of called it busting balls, but like that's yeah. that's what you do. That's how Shut you up. show love. Shut up, Rob. Right, that's right. <laughs> but anyway, um, that's a, that's my social interaction I've had in a week and a half. Was telling these my my close friends I haven't seen in like a month to shut up. There you go. Well, and like I said, I hadn't really done anything. Mm-hmm. We had honestly not done anything, and. Um, and my mom has kind of let me know that, like, if, if I showed up in person, it would be really hard for her not to hug me. Mm. And she's a hugger. She needs that from, like, everyone. So we've re- regretfully not gone by for that very reason. So I just, um, I just sent you some texts. Oh, yeah? I'll it's be watching. My, it's my before chalkboard wall, right? My old one uh-huh. I know, made out of, out of uh, spare wood I found in the back of my father-in-law's shed and uh, I made like a frame and then then the bottom one was the new and improved upgraded uh, heavy duty model. So for people who don't know what I'm looking at here, I'm looking at a painted wall um, that uh, 
uh, is is a majority is taken up. What would you say? Like 85% is probably chalkboard. Right. Very lean on the sides with a wood barrier. Uh, mm-hmm. Very lean amounts of wall on the sides. And then on the top and bottom, you've got a thicker amount of like wall showing through that's been painted and then some trim at the bottom. Trees has replaced that with <laughs> trim that is no longer white. It is wood and it kind of matches your hardwood floor there. Yeah. And then uh, the perimeter, the the chalkboard has now been expanded to be what we would think of as the entirety of the wall yeah. with a very nice wood border around mm-hmm. it. It looks very good. I could never do that. Yes, you could. And uh, yeah. if, you, if you looked at it from the other angle, it goes to my living room. And my living room has those same common boards. Nice. I don't know if you remember, but I did my – probably not. We weren't talking about it. I, it was over the summer. I did my whole living room over, and I did a mm-hmm. whole wood wall. That's so cool. So I now think you mentioned that, yeah. Yeah, so it all matches. Because I think on. you made a joke about like it not being hardwood or something, <laughs> or like a sorry wood panel from like the seventies. <laughs> I said it looked like I lived inside a fucking uh, a panini shop now. Yeah, or something <laughs> yeah. <that> like <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, all that's yeah. missing is like chalkboard menus hanging on the wall. You need to have and, like the the faint aroma of like coffee in the background at all times. Yeah, and cooking <laughs> bread. Like, I am not handy. That's that's just a matter of of staining and cutting, and I do have a nail gun, so that helps a lot when you can just nail shit ah, up. Ah, yeah, wall. yeah, yeah. Maybe I need to get more adventurous. Uh, I'll yeah. get there. Um, but well, I like fucking with electronics. So, uh, but real quick, I wanted to wrap up with uh, Monday. Was I took a day off? I took a PTO day. My boss mm-hmm. told, or my director told me that that's good. She's like, just take one day where you're just not going to think about work. Yeah, you were saying that last week. Well, that fell to shit. Oh. Um, they fucked up at work, and I'm the only one who knows how to fix this particular report. Oh, um, so not nobody actually actively asked me to, but like that. I don't know how to explain to people like there is this part of me that just has enough pride in my job and what I do that I'm not going to know that's a problem and just ignore it. Mm -hmm. I know some people can. I cannot. And so um, (laughs) on my PTO day off, I spent from basically 10 a.m. till about 1 p.m. working Mm -hmm. from home (laughs) so they can have that for free. (laughs) I guess my wife's like, you need to negotiate a half day. And I said, I work from home on Friday, Friday afternoon. I could just like be there, but like, you know, you know, maybe I just, maybe I just play a game in the same room and I just every 20 minutes or so, just make sure no one's emailed me or anything. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like you can, you can make up for lost time when you work from home. Um, you know, if they owe me, Mm -hmm. uh, but something tells me something will come up, but Again, I don't want to oversell that that was too big or too stressful. The two main key functions I think you and I would agree I took the day off for was one, to sleep in, and I did not get up till 9.30 that morning. Nice. So there was that. It was a nice, it was one of those like cloudy days that cleared up right afterwards. Yeah. So it was that cloudy morning with no rain and real mild. And so it's just hot enough that the air conditioner's on. So I had that nice air conditioned... Bedroom sitting at right around 70 
with like no like a, a nice it's still pretty dark but you get some daylight in there and i i naturally woke up at 9 30 and both uh my wife and kid were still asleep and it was like fuck yeah <laughs> right like you get up on your own pace made breakfast and then went downstairs to check there was one meeting i said i would be on which is just like a, a, a daily touch-in for covid testing mm-hmm. it's half an hour so i said i'd be on that and i was just checking to make sure i was prepared for that meeting if they asked for my report on our clients and that email hit and it was like we fucked up all these results were put in wrong and we need to fix it and i was like it's gonna take me two hours to do this and i was like all right i got it (laughs) so but uh but then after that uh i had lunch with my family and then uh spent the afternoon with them so we we had fun uh there was some lawn mowing there was some walks there was some trampoline jumping nice um then there was some playing with my little ponies on the back porch <laughs> with a pool. And my wife was like, you mowed the lawn, honey. I got this. So mm-hmm. I played Spider-Man, which I'll be talking about for about an hour and a half. Oh, that was nice. nice. So, And I had um, a Pacifico. I'm not big on Mexican beers, but mm-hmm. uh, my wife really likes them. So she had gotten a sixer of Pacifico to go with uh, some Mexico Mexican food she made like a couple nights ago. And we had like one or two left. And my wife was like, you want to? Crack open a Pacifico with me on the back porch? And I said, yeah, sure. So we watched the sun set after dinner with a Pacifico. It's good times. So all in all, yesterday was pretty rock solid for a, a day off. Um, awesome. That's all you can yeah. ask for. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but uh, yeah. So, um, you want to talk about games? I do want to talk about games. All right. Uh, we'll talk about games. I forgot to mention, this isn't a game. But I did uh-huh. send you a picture. Uh, my sealed X-Band modem oh, showed yes. up. Oh, yes. We should talk about a couple it of our sh- purchases. It, yes. show, it did show up, like, literally the day I was leaving from New Hampshire. I'm like, where is this thing? And um, I was I was very upset. Uh, oh, wait. Oh, so, yeah, see? The weeks are flying by faster than, you know, a lot of stuff is happening. But it feels like I talked to you, like, two days ago. So I, I forget a lot of stuff. Right. That so I had two packages show up my model two genesis got lost and then i wrote you so last right, time so we you talked, had talked it about missing. it was missing yeah we had found it um right some I other to think about that yeah some other neighbor had it so our mail has been getting screwed up like crazy lately and i can only imagine it's because of uh temporary help because all of us regular workers are taking two weeks off <laughs> so yeah so and we've, we've seen a lot of that too like where um you know we just like there was something where like my package was like out for delivery and then it wasn't mm-hmm. uh, or no and then it was marked as delivered and then the next morning it was out for delivery so i called the post office and uh to be fair they answered and they were pr- really kind they were like oh yeah um yeah your normal guy just isn't working right now and Mm -hmm. uh the guy who was on it didn't work yesterday yeah and uh we'd fire him but he's the only one who can deliver your mail so we just told him we weren't really pleased with that behavior Mm -hmm. um but he thought he'd get one over on us by marking everything as delivered and uh then we noticed they were all there still so we fixed that mistake and uh we're gonna give this guy another shot (laughs) nice my okay (laughs) ours was really fucked up because i'm like it said delivered all right, so I go to my box, right? I probably talked about this last week, and mm-hmm. it was a neighbor's. So I did have a package in my my lockbox there, right. but it was for a different neighbor. 
So we gave that package to them, and then, but they they didn't have any packages in their mailbox, which is weird because right. you would have thought they just got swapped. Right, like, but they, they didn't got, swap. They just moved everything around. Everything basically. got messed up. And then like two days later, my daughter's friend came to the door in a very different part of the neighborhood, opposite end, <laughs> actually. And she's like, oh, we have you, we got your package. And I'm like, what the? Anyway, so I got my Model 2 Genesis. So my I have my three models all on display. It's very lovely. Uh, I think I say I probably sent you a picture of that because I'm very proud yeah, of mine. Yeah, you did. Mm-hmm. Looks very nice, doesn't it? With all of them in there representing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then right before I left, my my sealed X-band modem showed, and uh, it's beautiful, friend. Yes, I'm it's, looking at it right now. It's, it's beautiful. It's clearly sealed. It's beautiful. And I look at I look at the stuff on the back, and the screenshots, and then I. That's in the case now. It looks beautiful in there. Uh, I made a Reddit post about it, and that sparked up a lot of discussion. <sighs> and then uh, that led me to a video of somebody, I think it was December of last year, so uh, 2019, and they had it running. And uh, so I watched this video of just the menus and the music and the connecting screens and the you know, you had your own little email and stuff like, oh, my God. <laughs> it was beautiful. It was a great purchase. And, uh, you know, I, 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 I spent money on it, but not as much not as much as I could have spent if I was uh, being very, like, itchy trigger finger. I waited, mm-hmm. and I, I knocked it down about 20, <clears throat> 25 bucks from where they were hovering. And... Uh, and, and, and it's funny because you you had sent me a, a, some messages about a Saturn, and you were, and I, I talked you off a ledge here and there. I just told you to relax, just take some deep breaths. You'll get <laughs> you'll you'll find the deal you want. Just relax, you know. Yep. So. And and actually, if you got a sec, I'll I'll oh, mention yeah. that real briefly. Oh, yeah. So. So I ordered that Saturn. It arrived uh, Wednesday, actually the day after we we had our, our thing. And I opened it up and I looked at the model number and I was like, son of a bitch. Didn't even have to open it up, like yeah. physically unscrew the Saturn to look mm. at it because I needed the HST 3200 model. He sent me the HST 3210. Looks identical, different mm. guts. Now what, now again, remind me, why sure. do you want the one... The, sure. Specific um, one. What are you doing with it that you can't do with no the problem. other model? I bought what's called an ODE or an optical drive emulator. It that's right replaces the CD-ROM with an SD card, so you don't have to worry about that yeah, anymore. Yes. So, um, but it the particular one I bought. There are three different Saturn ODEs. There's Rhea and Phoebe, which were made by the same guy who made GDEMU, which is what I have for my Dreamcast thing. I talked about the pain in the ass it was ordering from him, and he's basically faded into obscurity. And Rhea was his 20-pin thing, so he's done a lot of... You can kind of piggyback the research people did to figure out the right type of Saturn because he would always... It was always much easier to get a Rhea than a Phoebe because the Rhea's were only these first-generation Saturns, and very few of them exist. And then they're more rare. And apparently they're better built too. I don't I, I don't know that for sure. Retro RGB says it. And mm-hmm. I trust Bob. Um, 
The more common one is the Model 2s, which is the 21 pin drive. And those in Japan started as early as the HST 3210. The 3200 and the 3210 look identical. They're both gray, blue oval buttons. Mm -hmm. They look identical, but they are very different on the inside. So I knew the 3210 was the wrong one. There, Actually, if you don't even look at model number, there's a really easy way to tell. There's a small screw on the case next to the, where you plug the, where, next to the power supply on the outside where you plug the cord into. Mm -hmm. And if you don't see that screw there, which you have to unscrew to remove the case, then you know it's, it's the wrong model. So I knew it was the wrong model. And I went and looked at his thing and he even says in his listing, like, I will be sending you the 3200, not the 3210. The 3210 is version two, 3200 is model one. Make sure you're buying the right thing. Mm -hmm. So I wrote to him and I said, hey, I got the wrong one. I sent him a picture of it. I said, I got the wrong one. I know that happens. Is there any way we can swap this out for the right one? I, I'd be happy to mail this back to you first. I trust you. You have 100% feedback. You were awesome at shipping this to me. I'm more than happy to send this to you, uh, back to you, and then have you swap it out. He didn't respond to that. After two days, I contacted eBay and said, so what should I do about this? Like, I don't want to turn in like a claim on the guy. He might be busy. Like, mm -hmm. you know, like I know everybody thinks they're working from home, but like if you're an online business, you're working harder than ever because yeah. people demands way up. Yep. And so they were like, you know what? What you can do is this is just a good way to handle it is go into your thing and request a return. If he allows returns and this auction does, um, go request a return and, um, he'll, uh, he'll have to respond to you in 72 hours, but you guys have a month to reconcile it. So that's giving him just a little bit more of a fire to talk to you, but then he can take his own time. If, if you're willing to give it to take care of this, mm -hmm. I sent that return and he responded in 20 minutes, which to me tells me he was at least somewhat sitting on his response. Okay. I'm thinking he was hoping I'd just be fine with it and keep it, but I don't know. Anyway, he responded back and he goes, sorry, we've been really busy. If you got the wrong model, just send it back. Here's your return receipt. That's fine. And I said, well, I was kind of hoping to get the item I actually wanted. And he goes, well, I don't know. Either the box was labeled wrong or we labeled the, or like, like you can tell it was a warehouse system mm -hmm. for like a retro game store. Like he's got pictures of the store on there. Right. And so he goes, either they bought a 3210 and said it was a 3200 and we sent you the right box or we sent you the wrong box and we have to do an inventory reconciliation and that's going to take weeks. Mm -hmm. And so he goes... All you can do right now is send it back to me and I'll refund your money. Like that's, that's where we're at. He goes, and then if you see me relist it, you can rebuy it and hope I send the right one. <laughs> that's fair. And actually he is, he's out of Florida, so I'm not going to be that specific, but he is well known for being a great retro shop for a great uh, source of stuff. So this seemed like just a bad circumstance. And the, mm -hmm. for the record, the console was in excellent condition um, and it worked. I, I plugged it in and hooked it up just to see if it would work because mm -hmm. he said it was tested. Yeah, it did. Cartridge slot worked, battery backup worked, and uh, red discs. So, yeah. Um, so then I bought one from Japan. There was uh, They're real cheap in Japan. So for the record, I paid 75 bucks for that one that I bought, and that was with shipping included. And to be fair, his returns, he paid for the shipping, return shipping as well. So... 
He handled that as about as good as it can. He has received it, and they said they're processing the refund right now. So I feel pretty good about that one. Uh, bought one from Japan. It was it was about the same price. It was thirty eight dollars for the system, forty dollars for shipping. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> he guaranteed working, guaranteed free returns. He canceled it the next morning and said, uh, due to COVID-19, I will not ship to your country. Yeah. So then I talked to some people on my Reddit thread for Saturn, and they were like, a lot of companies are doing that. You're going to probably see a lot more cancellations, too, if you try to go buy those. So I decided to try to avoid all that, and I told Trees, I know that if you get a if you get... Um, the oval buttons in America. So it's the all black console with the shitty controller, mm -hmm. the janky, shitty first generation Saturn controller, which looks real blocky. It doesn't look like the sleek later Saturn controller, which is a lot more akin to the six button Genesis controller. Um, and you make sure it's the 8,000 model and you can even check serial numbers to be extra sure. And I have a way to do that. Um, but uh, you can pretty much if it's oval and it's the 8000 model, you're safe. Um, and I was looking at a lot of models, but a lot of guys couldn't guarantee it works. Now, there's a difference in my buying as is trees than other people. So ideally, when you're buying one of these optical drive emulators, you want one where the CD drive no longer works. Right. Like that's the rarity. Mm -hmm. Um and uh, wasn't so lucky to find that with the very specific model of 3DO I wanted that has 240p out. So I did cannibalize a working system. And somebody probably cries about that. But I was never going to get rid of that system anyway. So whether I put an ODE in it or kept the actual drive, mm -hmm. you know, I was going to keep that system. So I didn't ruin anything there. As far as the Saturn goes, there were some models out there. And they were just saying selling as is. And I always wrote in and said this. Look, I don't care if it reads discs or not. I've got a solution for that. I just want to know, does it power on? If you plug a power cable into it, does it turn on and do you get a video signal? And out of five auctions, those were the only fives that, that were out there at the time, every guy was like, it worked when I plugged it in years ago, but it's been in storage and I don't have any of the cords anymore, so I'm not going to check it. And to me... That's suspect. Every time I've bought something mm -hmm. where somebody has said that, it's not worked. Yep. And I've done that twice already with Sega CDs. So I was like, okay, fuck this. I'm not going to buy from those people. Um, one guy had a Saturn for 50 bucks, mm -hmm. uh, free shipping. And another guy wanted 110, $28 shipping. And he ended up selling that. Um, but the person may not have asked. A lot of people imply he had a screenshot of... Uh, <laughs> of a Saturn running on a TV. But mm -hmm. he said, if you, if you write to him, he says, that's not my Saturn running on a TV. Mm. And so I think he kind of misrepresented stuff. So finally one did hit that I liked it was, but it was a working Saturn, which was not what I was looking for, but it hit, it was free shipping. And usually Saturn's ship for about 20 to 30 bucks. Cause that's what priority shipping costs, even at the post office nowadays, especially if you want it insured. So it was uh, 140, came with two controllers, um, an RF modulator cable, the screw-on connection trees. <laughs> so you know that was a guy who had it in his collection, you know? And he had the cord, the original Sega cord, and he had video. He actually, when I asked if it worked, he didn't even ask me, like, 
what do you want proof of or anything? He sent me a quick video on YouTube that was a private video, so you needed the link. It was one minute long. And he goes, this is for Fred DVD Nut 77 or whatever <laughs> on, on uh, you know, whatever my eBay handle is. Uh, and then he goes, um, and uh, I'm... Uh, you know, doing this video for you. Here it is running the action replay that is not in the auction. I'm just showing you that the cart slot works. And here it is, you know, the clock didn't have problems. So that works. And here's me putting in, you know, MLB baseball, whatever. And he goes, this is not part of the auction either. I'm just proving to you that it works. And there it is loading up. So hope you enjoy it, you know. So I bought it. That that dude, I bought that on Saturday at like 11 a.m. He had it shipped at noon, and by 2 o'clock, I got my first alert that it had been picked up and, like, left the local facility um, to come to me. And I was impressed with that, and he sent it priority, insured, tracked. And, uh, well, everything's tracked, but it was insured also. And uh, it showed up today. And I was impressed by this too. He wrapped a like plastic wrapping around it. And then when you open it up, it said, there's a little note on it that said wrapped in plastic on the outside. So, you know, the box is COVID safe. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) And it wasn't see-through plastic. Like it was a plastic, like white thing. So like nobody who shipped it knew it said that, but he just made it so that the box was safe. And it had been in transit over 72 hours, which means that you don't even need to wipe it down. And I didn't, I cleaned it up later, but like, I didn't wipe it down, cut it open, hooked it up, plugged it in. Everything worked exactly as he said, the battery backup worked the save. He had cleaned the memory save for me. Um, and it worked perfectly uh, with my, I didn't use the RF hookups. I did my RGB hookups with my HD retrovision cables. Worked great. Looked great. Popped in a um, American game. Popped in a good American game, House of the Dead Trees. Oh. Played that for five minutes. Worked great. Worked like a charm. Uh, and then tested the controller port, right? Uh, so you hook up a six-button controller, and then you make sure all the buttons work and the D-pad and everything works. That worked. His six-button controller he sent, which is the old crappy one, still it worked great. So I've got a working, beautiful model. I got exactly what I paid for, and I paid roughly $110 for it um, because I would say the 30 bucks definitely covered the shipping and the way he handled it. There you go. So, so yeah, I was very happy with that purchase. Um, I know people will be unhappy with the fact that I'm cannibalizing a working Saturn, but again, I was going to use the Saturn regardless. Who? No one cares. Exactly. There's that. Uh, the other thing is, I am the the Saturn has a really easy optical drive to yeah. like remove and store. So I'm going to actually remove it and hold on to it. And actually, I might just to have a backup and everything. I might buy one of those cheap. You know, down the line, mm-hmm. when I've got extra time and money and something where it'll say powers on but doesn't read discs, yeah. I'll buy one of those later on and um, just see if I can install that drive. And if it works, maybe I'll resell a working Saturn for someone, you know? Good. So. You're going to make me... Yes. <laughs> Hello? Getting one. Oh, you, you cut out. Sorry. You know? You said you're going to make me, and then you cut out. Oh, um, I was saying, you know, as someone who's been collecting a lot of Sega stuff lately, Mm -hmm. like all your Saturn talk, I never owned a Saturn, and I'm trying to keep my collection pure, only stuff I've owned, but you're starting to really... Please mark my words, if you do want a Saturn, 
work through me. I'll get you one. I'll give you one of mine. I promise you it will be working, not fucked with. Mm -hmm. And it will be at a a extremely fair price, but I am not here to convince you to buy a Saturn. Because I'm in deep. With the Sega stuff. Saturn games are really expensive. Yeah. That's the I problem know. you'll run oh, into. Oh, I know. I remember so my if buddy, you're... he bought a Saturn when they came out. Or no, he bought one maybe a few years after. And he bought mm-hmm. it. He got it modded to play Japanese games. Mm-hmm. Only so he could play one Godzilla game. Because <laughs> he's like a Godzilla nut. It's so the only thing he had it for. Here's that. how you're going to do this if you're going to walk this path. Mm-hmm. And somewhere Strip Mahjong is shaking his head feverishly. You're going to get one of two of my Saturns. Mm-hmm. You'll either I'll either pop a mod chip in there, mm-hmm. which doesn't region free it. It just lets it play backups, so you'll play burn games. But knowing you, Trees, that's not your style. No. You're not going to do that. No. So what you're really going to do is I'm going to give you just a unmodified, true blue, pure, original Saturn. Oh, God. That plays games and works with the cartridge slot. If you go this path, this is your potential future. Uh This is not your given future. Mm -hmm. Then you are going to have to buy a pro action replay. What this does, it goes into the cart slot and sits there. Mm -hmm. It does everything you're going to need it to do. There are a handful of games that need a RAM expansion, kind of like the N64. It provides that. You don't have to toggle anything, no switches. It just runs. It's region-free, so it will run games of all regions. So you put any disc in there, and it'll start up, and then you'll just say launch game, and it'll load it. It also um, gives you tons of save. Your Saturn only holds a very small amount of saves, just like the Sega CD. Yeah. And with this cart in there, it'll let you have a ton more saves. Now, you have to do that thing where you transfer them back and forth between the cart and the console, but that's just a software thing. You go into the menus and do it. Mm-hmm. Um that thing costs 30 bucks. It's a little more rare to find, but Amazon still has it and they fulfill it. So you're not waiting for some weird groupy, goofy thing. But if you go online on like, um, on like eBay and stuff, Mm -hmm. there's, they're like out of stock, can't find them anywhere. And they're like 80 bucks. If you go on eBay or on Amazon, you type in Pro Action Replay Saturday, it pops right up. They've got a ton Mm -hmm. in stock. There's no low amount and they're 33 bucks. So, but then the reason I'm saying saying all this stuff is then what you will buy, Trees, is nothing but Japanese games. You'll buy Japanese versions of American games. Mm-hmm. So Christmas Nights is 12 bucks for the Japanese version, and Nights is like 20 bucks for the Japanese version, and the American versions are like three times that price. Oh, boy. And Die Hard Arcade or Dynamite Dika Arcade is like $100 for the, for the American version, and it's like 20 bucks for the Saturn or for the Japanese version. And all the fighting games are like 20 bucks a piece, if that, for the Japanese version. Um, the RPGs are out, but something tells me you're not big on Japanese RPGs no. on the Saturn anyway. No. Um, and I'm trying to think of the light gun games you can run just fine in English. Oh, and Resident Evil, if you're ever feeling frisky, you can play the Saturn version oh of Resident God. Evil. Uh, that's pretty cheap. It's called Biohazard. And if you'll recall, while the text is all in Japanese, all the voice is in English still with Japanese subtitles. So yeah, that's, that's far down the road. You're yeah, but you're talking like just to get just the bare minimum of like a handful of games and the Saturn and the cartridge. 
you're talking 200 right off the bat. Let, let me so show you. you really let me show you the Sega on the brain in the last few months I had. Where's my camera? I'm gonna turn my camera on for a sec so you can see me. Okay. All right. We'll see. This is good radio. I like this. No, here's my phone. Right. I see it. Here's my yeah. lock. Here's my lock. Here's my lock screen. Right. It's the Sega CD logo thing. In mo- in motion. It's a, yeah. It's a, it's an animated GIF of the Sega CD thing. If yeah. you've never seen the Sega CD title yeah. screen, it is fantastic for those of us who have nostalgia for that's, it. That's that's it. That's my phone, Fred. That's that's how deep oh I've been in. So and trees. I love that screen so much that uh, on my flash cart, the Mega SD. Yeah. When you uh, load up Sega CD games, you can turn off that menu screen. Mm-hmm but you can keep it on. And I'm like, why would you turn that off? I have to let that run and and play the music for, you know, the do, 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 do. (laughs) I have to play that for at least like 15 seconds. Just let it there Um, and the parallax scrolling. Just let it do what it's doing. Scales and rotates. It does all the tricks that the Sega CD is able to do. Mode 7 in effect right there on that screen. But You know, did you know that the uh, Japanese version is nowhere near that fun? No. I don't even think the European one. Yeah, they're completely different than ours. It just says Mega CD and it moves a little. And then you don't get the Sonic waving his finger with the magic coming out of it. Oh. It literally just shows a ghetto-like <laughs> Sega Master System Sega logo. And Lame. it goes, boo, boo. And I'm like, that's terrible. Yeah, the American one is so much better. Yeah. but So much better. Yeah. Anyways, I don't know what guys going on that, but Saturn. Uh, so anyway, Saturn. So yes, right. I've got a Saturn, and then of course I checked on my ODE, which I did not expect to come anytime soon. That got shipped a week ago, and it's still stuck in um, England out uh, exporting customs, uh, which I believe will be it will be there for the next probably month and a half. Mm. Um, I always feel good about English customs, though. I had a, uh, my Philips CDI light gun was shipped to me because there were literally none available in America. It wasn't even like people wanted too much. There was none available. Found one in Europe. I found out that CDI was region, like basically everything is region free. Did you know that every CDI game has both the PAL and NCSC, the Europe and the American version on the disc? Mm. And it just switches to that portion of the disc based off of what console you've got, what region you've got. (laughs) Same thing was true of this. They shipped it to me. It sat in customs for three and a half months, and then they finally released it because it was a gun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the lethal enforcer. It's the no. It was the Mad Dog McCree light gun, mm-hmm. and so they didn't ship it for a long time. And then it got stuck in American customs for like five days because they were like, "Oh, a gun? Well, Americans can have guns." Um, <laughs> and it was great because when I opened it up, there's this polite letter. From the export customs that said, sorry, we had it in storage for so long, mate, and this and that, but we were trying to find a way to like not open it, but we knew it looked like a gun in our x-rays and we finally found a way to do it, but we couldn't, you know, Mm -hmm. we couldn't release it until we knew. There you go. And I was like, if you x-rayed it, you would see that it's like electronics in the gun, but I guess there's probably electric guns, you know? Who knows? Fucking sci-fi movies being what they are, I don't blame them for a second for Mm. questioning it. So oh. it doesn't have a cord from it because it's like a light gun. So, but well, I'm happy you got your purchase. Oh, the the last thing trees was I was looking at that menacer. Oh yeah, the menacer sitting at nine ninety nine. Uh, going rate is about if you find a good price, like the price you wait for, is if you get it complete. So it's got like a game and the menacer and the sensor bar, and usually for some reason people have the box still. About 50, 60 bucks is a safe going rate, and that's more than I'm willing to pay. Mm. 
This one that I was looking at was $9.99 and it had like $13 shipping or something. And it was like that until like four minutes before the auction's end. Mm -hmm. And it was hilarious. It was on Sunday morning when I was texting you all that stuff from that RPG right. I was playing. And I watched it, and it's one of those things where you had to just sit back in awe because some two people got out of control. You know when people get out of control yep. on their bidding? Yeah. I watched that son of a bitch go to 40, then 60, then yeah. 80, then 100, then 121, then 124, and it ended at like 126. Some dude paid $140 for and the he, menacer with the thing. I don't even know that they guaranteed it worked. I don't think it said it was tested and worked. And it was the version, so it was probably more rare, that came with Terminator 2, the arcade game, because mm. that worked with the Menacer. But that was just, and it came with the box that said that, and it came with the instruction manual, but they said the T2 game's not in there. Whoa. Now, I think what the guy's thinking, though, is he can buy T2, which sells for about five bucks on eBay, and then just slap it in there. But it's got to be the rare version that says not for resale that was in the Menacer box or some collector's going to lose their mind on you. That was not a smart investment is what I'm saying. But I had to watch in <laughs> awe, right? As like it just kept raising and like eBay, the app will tell you as the auctions keep rolling in. Mm -hmm. I never even touched that thing. But watching the auction go was just Amazing. shit. I wish I had popcorn for that last 30 seconds. <laughs> I could not believe how that kept climbing. And you know the seller was like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, Good yeah, God. I don't know what happened with all that. But, yeah, no, I'm I'm going to spend – I don't care if they've tested it or mm -hmm. not, but I want a Menacer that's just got the – at least one of the two eye hole-like things. Mm -hmm. It's got the little, like – belt uh, you know the the reflex coil thing on the back of it right and it needs the sensor bar as long as it's got all those things i'll buy it but mm -hmm. we're talking 30 bucks tops that's a retro show i need to go to a retro show and find it there yeah and those aren't going to be happening no for a couple of years, i was thinking so. that today about the retro shops and i'm just like oh that's a bummer like when when can i go back to one of those and trade some games in and buy some games probably be a while I don't know. We'll find out tomorrow, but I think Kansas is going to open the fuck back up very soon. Now, I don't know that that's a smart thing, but once everyone else is doing it, I'll wear my mask. But, mm -hmm. like, if the world's going to open up... I like, swear, I, my wife mentioned something. I swear we, I Massachusetts, do. I swear we got pushed to May 22nd or something, now a month. I think we're going to open up May 30th. We'll find out. Our governor talks tomorrow. She was supposed to talk well, today, but she pushed it. Anyways, getting back to the eBay stuff. After yeah. I got my Model 2 and my X-Band modem. Oh, I didn't know you kept going. I'm sorry. No, I no. Done. I am done. What I'm saying oh. is after that adrenaline rush, that, that mm -hmm. shot of endorphins, mm -hmm. and then we went to New Hampshire and calmed down, uh, you know, I haven't – that's not true. I have bid on something, but not like – it was a – I just drew out a casual bid yes, uh, today. To something, huh. but not like the feverish watching watch list. You know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, yeah. I that's we. I like to refer to it as the save search. Yes, that that got out of my system with that X man. Like I could not. Like I was telling you in the I couldn't. That was my own cross the bear. I had to get over that X band hump and get it, and uh, made me extremely. It was weird how happy. Getting that modem made me for a thing that does not work anymore. There was something about holding my youth. 
that's so sad to yeah. say, but there was no, something no, about no. it. That's the right reason you buy a collector's item like that. There, there was something about it, and I, I I put it on my shelf, and uh, so so that that want has has dissipated until the next thing, right? There, there'll be something. Well, but here's my thoughts on that one. Have, but. People always criticize when people, like collectors and stuff, buy stuff because you're, like, taking it out of the wild. The X-Band is the one safe collector's thing to grab (laughs) because no one's playing on that thing. Yeah, I know there's some modified bastardized form where you can, like, fudge it with your computer and stuff. But, like, no one really is doing this. No, this video of this person that got it working, Mm -hmm. like, it literally looked like they had, like... Yeah, shortwave radios hooked uh-huh. up to it, and all this. There's an oscilloscope yeah, in the picture. It was all. <laughs> it was crazy. It looked like uh, the dude that was keeping the island from blowing up and lost. It was like they had some shit going on, and I'm just like, that's too much. And they weren't even playing other people. They had two monitors just to show that they were connecting to each other. You know what I mean? Right. Um, well, it, well, like you trees, I I think I'm I'm done. Buying for a while too. I got my Saturn, and mm-hmm. it's going to take me a month before my my Phoebe shows up. And mm-hmm. I think my interest in the Menacer is like down. I got a save search where it's less than like forty bucks or something that I'll look into. There you go. But otherwise, yeah. Um. So on on the the modern gaming front, <clears throat> mm-hmm. uh, me and my daughter playing Animal Crossing a lot together. I play it on mine on the TV and she just sits next to me on hers. She just likes to compare stuff and she likes to visit my island. But um, on our trip, we discovered something, some Nintendo fuckery as usual. So, you know, I bought her her own Switch, all right? Mm -hmm. She has a Nintendo Network ID that I made her. She has her own email, her own password. So I imported that onto her Switch. I downloaded Animal Crossing and uh, I think Lego City and stuff is all under her account. Like, I logged into her account, and I bought the stuff under her name. <clears throat> so mm-hmm. we're in the car, and she's like, well, I can't play it in the car, Animal Crossing. I was like, why can't you? Like, on the trip. It's like a two-and-a-half to three-hour trip, depending on traffic. And, and she's like, I can't play my games if I don't have the internet. And I'm like, well, Animal Crossing, you don't need to be online to play it. She goes, I do. She goes, my switch won't let me. It keeps telling me, I, I will. well, something's not set right. I'll take a look at it when we get home. Mm-hmm. But on the trip, she goes, oh, I, I set my phone to a mobile hotspot. So she, she goes, I'm playing. Uh, well, let me check it out when I get home. <clears throat> so I get home. Sure, sure shit. None of her games will work if they're not connected online. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? So I realize now that she's in my family group like she's so i'm the primary and she's in my family group. i figured this is what yes yeah um so even though she has her own switch her own nintendo network id because she's under my umbrella i'm the primary right her her switch always has to check online to make sure that she can play her shit right now I can delete her child account, but it will delete all her stuff. It will keep her Nintendo network ID, it says. Like, she won't lose her network ID, but it says Mm -hmm. all the shit. Like, all the shit she's stored on there, like save games and stuff. Even though they're under her name. 
but because right. they're under my... wonder if you can put them on the cloud. They are on the cloud. But yet that cloud is under our family on Nintendo Online account. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think this ends with you, no matter how you dice this, this ends with you spending 20 bucks. Well, yeah, like to avoid that problem. Basically disconnecting her and buying her own online account. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to do that. She don't really give I a, respect she you don't She doesn't do that, yeah. really give a shit. Do you know what I mean? Like she mm-hmm. kind of plays it at home. And then if she's going out somewhere, like to a friend's, I don't want her playing it anyways. So this situation might just work itself out. It will work itself out because I think I was sort of reading that you can you can kick (laughs) kicking out is the wrong way to say it, but basically you can kick someone out of your family group at some point. I think the child accounts are only until they turn 13. I think when she turns 13, then I can remove her and she can become a separate entity without deleting her shit, I think. That sounds right. Um, so anyway, she only plays her Switch really at home. And then when we're at the cabin, we have Wi-Fi. You know what I'm saying? So it was only like mm-hmm. the car trip. And again, if she's going over her friends or something, I don't want her taking her switch anyways. So we're going to leave it as is. I did turn off all the parental controls. I, I deleted that app, which was a cool app. It's a cool integrated app. I don't know if you have, you know, so the switch has a separate app you download on your phone and you link your switch to it. And it actually puts like this little parental menu on the actual switch. And you put in a password and you can set time limits, almost like screen time on an iPhone. Mm-hmm. Put your kids switch and it will lock out their switch and it will also give you a weekly and monthly summary of all the games played and how many hours it's pretty cool um but i deleted huh. i deleted the whole thing because i'm like <laughs> basically all the restrictions are off anyways <clears throat> so i'm like what what's it on for so uh so that was a fun little lesson in nintendo bullshit that i went through this week that i'm like oh my <laughs> god because now i'm afraid i'm like does she have to be like under my family plan forever? Cause all her shit will get deleted if she ever like breaks uh, off to become her own person. I don't know. I don't think so. Not if not if she keeps her. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't not know. if she keeps her um ID. Yeah. But all her save games and shit and all the stuff she's bought under, I don't know, man. It's a mess. So it sounds like a mess. We'll keep it going as long. It sounds as like we, a hot mess. We'll keep it going as long as we can. Um, the other front is uh, a lot of Spider-Man. That game's fantastic. I have been playing the shit out of that game as well. It continues to be super fun, and they keep adding. <laughs> you said you played an hour and a half of it. I don't have no. Oh, okay. Oh, I played. I I played an hour and a half that one day. Oh, okay. No, I am. My completion percentage is thirty-eight. So we're around the same spot then. Uh, depends on what you've been doing. I have unlocked all landmarks and taken pictures of them. I have done all backpacks uh, and gotten the trophy for that. Gotten all crimes taken care of. No. All kingpin. No. Okay. Uh, 
So things taken care of, but I've not progressed. The story. I'm like nowhere in the campaign. Yeah, uh, I've I've just passed the first MJ. Oh, okay. Mission. So that's where I am. In well, the- you. So I have done more, and I'm level twenty one. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah, you, you're. I'm. I'm maybe eighteen, and um, you get a lot of XP doing random shit. Yes, you do. <laughs> Well, they keep on. But I can't buy any of the upgrades. I have all these suits and upgrades, and I can't buy any of them because I don't have any of the research tokens because I'm not far enough in the plot. So I did do this the wrong way. And for the record, Trees did warn me not to do it this way. Yeah, because last week. (laughs) Because as you start going through the campaign, it obviously pops off more stuff you can do, like the research stations, which are kind of bullshit. But you got to do. They them. are. I've played them, but I haven't gotten far enough to have them unlock the ones that actually unlock tokens. So, so. Um, <laughs> you'll be having to know they they keep unlocking collectibles because I have black cat uh, spots to unlock. So the black cat figures I haven't gotten to, but I know they're there because I saw the trophy and pigeons. And pigeons. I just hit a pigeon. Looking forward to pigeons. Which are pain in the fucking ass. So there is a mission you do. I think it's a campaign mission where you have to catch pigeons. No, no it's, it's side a side mission. mission with the girl that yeah. wants you to catch the pigeons. Yes, so I've done that already. So I know the pain in the ass of pigeons. So bump that difficulty up one or two notches. It basically, when you find a pigeon, uh, it takes off on a flight path. And you have to get close enough to it to grab it. But you know, the shocker mission wasn't a whole lot better. No. Um, <laughs> or electro or whatever. <laughs> so the, so anyway, so I'm I'm playing that game. Super fucking fun. I'm playing it yes. on, so there's four difficulties, right? When you start, I'm only playing it on the second one. I think it's like your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man or something. It's whatever one is, um, whichever one is free uh or is is the um whatever one is the default one uh when you first jump on went lower one lower than that oh okay because i'm like fuck it man this game's super fun i just want to play it's your game play it how you want yeah i just want to i just want to play it and i had a few fight things go bad with kingpin missions and i was like what who am i fucking impressing so i just (laughs) the one thing i will say is I don't care what people say. People say that the combat in that game is like super smooth. It's fun enough, but like so many other games with a dodge button, um, its own canned animations get in its way. Yeah. Uh, I don't think the combat's fantastic in that game. And uh, those, the big bulky guys, you'll see them a lot if you do a lot of crimes. The big bulky guys, I don't care about any of the other enemies. I've even seen the more advanced ones. Mm-hmm. The big bulky guys are bullshit. They, they don't have down. a really, yeah. They don't have a really good window, and the 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 timing window looks way bigger than it is. And uh, I figured them out, but mm-hmm. it's counterintuitive to fight them. And so, uh, so the combat was a little discouraging, actually. But I gotta say, it seems like the variety in the main missions is oh, yeah. enough so that it will keep me interested. And the, that game is fucking gorgeous. The um when I when you do the Kingpin missions and you hit like wave five in the yes, people, those I've done all and the those. people with the rocket launches come out, mm-hmm. that's why I bumped down the difficulty. I was like, fuck this. Okay. Launches. I 
I expect my character again. Remember, I've raised a lot more <laughs> levels than you, mm -hmm. um, and I've got a bunch of stuff that I've earned, but I haven't unlocked. So I expect my character to have fully upgraded web shooters and um, the the blast thing you told me about the blossom or whatever. That thing kills everything. Well, I've got that, and then the last thing I did was I upgraded my web grab. So I can grab guys and throw them around. I can grab weapons yes, out of people's hands. I, I, and I've upgraded enough to grab the yes, rocket launchers. I've, I so, do have that now. The other thing is I do the stealth, which I don't know if you do, but no. it only helps you on those for the first wave. But um, I capture every single guy in that first wave before anyone knows. Oh, yes, when you capture the last guy, triggered. it just goes up. Yeah. They know you're here. Wave two comes. Yes, yes, yes. I do. Well, that's just fun to do. So Yeah, that is. It is. Um. And how about the, was I right about the, the swinging around? Never gets old. Oh, man. It's good. I There's all these weird missions about doing fun stuff. And I found myself, even some of the stuff I did for fun ended up getting me trophies and stuff. So one of the earliest ones, and I hope that people don't freak out, this is a spoiler, but I perched on top of um, Avengers Tower and got a trophy. Yeah, there's a trophy. I haven't done it yet. I've been on that tower, too, because I was diving off for something. And I don't think I can get to the Statue of Liberty. I was trying to, yeah. but I don't think I can get to her. I, um, well, yeah. So, so I guess I'm not as I don't have as much stuff as you, but I'm farther in the story than you. So, right, right. The story's great. There's a story's real um, solid. There's great a great um, integration of Miles Morales that I thought was so. He really, hasn't popped up in my story. Yet. Yeah, yeah. So there's a, a really. Um, awesome way that he just like gets weaved in a little bit mm -hmm. you know and uh cool well i like black cat like she is yeah i think she's who i think if spider-man's not with gwen or sorry gwen stacy she's the one who died by green goblin she's not even in this i don't think but mj's in this mm -hmm. and for people who i think mary jane is Watson is known well enough as mm -hmm. she becomes Mary Jane Watson Parker in most of the storylines people know the vanilla Spider-Man as well as the movies and uh, they get married um, and uh, or at least in the movies we see love blossoming mm -hmm. um, in this uh, and this may have been alternative plot lines because they've kind of what they do in Marvel as opposed to DC DC kind of like rewrites the whole thing yeah Marvel just goes, you know what? We'll let this these guys continue the vanilla amazing Spider-Man story and just keep going with it. And then we'll just start a new, new one, yeah. alternative Spider-Man. And it's even called Amazing Spider-Man, but it's like second volume or something. Mm -hmm. And I've seen some of those at my local um, bookstores. A lot of secondhand bookstores will buy graphic novels and it's very common for people to sell those trade paperbacks so i just usually buy on variety that's how i got like planet hulk and a couple mm -hmm. others and so i've seen that one of um of uh the new amazing spider-man and so maybe that's what this one's following mm -hmm. but one way or the other they're broken up I, and so and there's a really good diner scene early mm -hmm. into the game that um you know if you're the 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 next checkbox gamer you're gonna like skip that cutscene and be bored or check your phone while you're doing it but i found that to be just a really good example of how a cutscene can be successful and not be too long but definitely lay some groundwork and there's a fantastic cameo in that scene as well oh yeah 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 the um oh, yeah. 
it's very steeped in the comic books. And I don't know the comic books, but even I realize when I'm looking at items like backpack stuff and he's explaining oh, stuff. Yeah. I'm like, the backpack stuff is fantastic. Like, wow, got they're, them all they're, they're really going deep into that stuff. Um, which I like. And it seems like a mix of new and old trees. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually, uh, uh, on, um, on Saturday, I was playing a little bit of it and I actually, cause my daughter was home with me. I actually put down the game and went over to my uh, next essential Spider-Man. I think I'm on, I know I'm on volume three. I want to say I'm somewhere around issue 50 and issue 50 is the first time Spider-Man fights the Kingpin, Mm. uh, William Fisk. And, um, I, I, I read that specific issue, uh, cause I was at it mm-hmm. and I was like, I want to read this issue now that, cause the, the game opens again. I don't think this is a spoiler. The game opens with you, um, going after William Fisk, uh, in his office. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I'll let you figure out what happens, but, uh, but yeah, so I was like, I wanted to go back to that origin story and I just happened to be on it and ready to read it. Mm-hmm. Um, and for anybody who doesn't have the trades or anything like that, I'd like to remind everyone at this time, if you do want to get involved with comics and a good way to do it, if you're not like me, uh, most people don't actually like reading tangible books or comic books like in their hands, uh, as much anymore. Um, the Marvel Unlimited app is just fantastic and it, it does, you can either do page at a time where you zoom in and out, or you can do panel to panel and it's kind of animated how it does it. And I think you can get a free month or something for just signing up, but it's like $9.99 a month or something, and it gives you access to, like, everything. And I know the Amazing Spider-Man run is on there. But either way, there are ways you can read this stuff, but it is kind of fun to... I like, even though you might not be down with it, but I like right now that I'm kind of, like, playing the game, but I'm taking the time to, like, read some of the comics, and then I'm actually... I've got the, you know, all of the Spider-Man movies... Mm. I'm thinking about restarting that Tobey Maguire series just to rewatch that trilogy. Not like back to back or anything, mm. but like over the course of the next few weeks. So. <laughs> but I've definitely got Spider-Man fever right now. Yeah, I mean, a lot of fun with the it. The game's great. Like, I don't regret it my really PlayStation is. Now subscription, you know, paying for that. So... <laughs> well, and the version I've got has the DLC, <clears throat> uh, but I, everybody has said just wait till the end of the game. Start the DLC once the game's yeah. over. Even though if you own the DLC, you get to like that mm-hmm. first MJ mission. And then it goes, you can start the DLC if you want to, but there might be spoilers. Yeah. And I was like, okay, then I'm not going to touch it. Yeah. That. No, I'm, I mean, I'm enjoying the story and I'm, and, and I'm doing it. I'm forcing myself to do the right way. I'm doing like little collectibles in around where I'm at. And then I go do a mission. And then that's it, the right and way. And then it. it then when I finish a mission, I do some stuff around me. I do a side mission. I do a mission. You know what I mean? Like I'm really concentrating on like, you know, and I've been right so far because every that's how they want you yes, to do it. Every few missions, it opens up some new shit. You know what I mean? And, and you're mm-hmm. not banging your head against the wall early on as much as you would. You know what I mean? True. Um, what I will say is the backpacks and the Fisk stuff outside of the combat mm-hmm. and the crimes and all that stuff, totally doable without yes. any frustration. That game does a real way better job than most games doing it. But I am with you that if you do it organically, I am certain that's how the developer mm-hmm. wanted you to do it. And that is probably the better way to do it. Um, I'm just insane. I stand by my statement last week that the, the character models are ugly. I do not like Peter Parker. The way he looks, <laughs> like I just think they look 
old school. Like they look. MJ was cute. Uh, they look very oblivion to me. Like I just don't. She's like- not okay. So let me. Yeah, <laughs> let me rephrase this. Everybody's got to be ready for this because uh, Parker's about twenty-two. So I would say MJ's somewhere in that vicinity as well. Um, MJ is not. If you know Mary Jane Watson from the comics. And to a certain extent, the movies, depending on your opinion of certain actresses. But in the comics, definitely, she is hot. Like, hot, hot. Like, she is a supermodel in the comics. He literally marries a model who was a photographer Mm -hmm. and became a fashion model. Yeah, no, this MJ is not going to be a fashion model. She is a more realistic protagonist for, like, Peter Parker, but, like, she is not hot mm-hmm. like Mary Jane Watson is in the comics. Um, But, yeah, I, I don't like those character models. I just think... The faces are good. Uh, I don't think they're attractive people. No. Like, they're not... They're Not only are they not attractive, but they're just... Just nobody looks... Nobody looks as good as the fidelity of that graphics engine. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're off. Yeah. They're like, no matter how hard you try Oblivion or Fallout to make a good-looking person, you can't. It's almost like they were using that character creator to make these models. They should have gone closer to any of the comic versions. <laughs> but um, And they didn't, yeah. But otherwise than that, the, the game's awesome. I, I, I think about playing it when I'm not playing it, which is a sign of a, a fun game. And mm-hmm. what I like about um, VGP, like what we're doing now, is I don't, you know, we, we, we took this approach of being very casual about everything, whether people like it or not. Yeah. But I have no pressure to try to play other stuff during the week to talk like, I'm fucking playing Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. And no, that's what I'm yeah, playing. Th- <laughs> if people haven't figured it out, yeah. we are not playing games for the show. No, it's like I'm <laughs> fucking playing. Although I, We are playing games and then we happen mm-hmm. to have a show. Now, if I can go on a side tangent for one second about yeah. my PlayStation 4. Um, yeah. I did emergency surgery on it today. Oh, no. Uh, oh, because, no. because I'm using it a lot playing Spider-Man, the beeping uh-huh. has got out of control. So oh, no. when I play it with my headphones, because I wear headphones when I play, but the beeping from the console, because the eject button beeps when you hit it, right? Mm-hmm. And I told you in the past I have an eject disc problem mm-hmm. where in the middle of the- You are not alone. Yes. it's it's it, the You can barely type in PlayStation and Google before PlayStation disc eject problem <laughs> fills yep. in the- So it's like- this fucking thing. And there's a million guys with different opinions as to how to fix oh, it. I, some are good, some are good. Oh, not. I fixed mine all right. So here we go. I fixed mine all right. <laughs> My shit will never beep again because I took it apart. So what I did was, um, so there's a few things, right? One, the discs were always weird to put in that system. And same with my Xbox One. You almost have to shove them all the way in the thing before the thing grabs them. It takes them in. The original launch version of both consoles, I will agree with you. So yes. my PlayStation... They did a little better my with... My PlayStation uh, always did yeah. that. You can fix that. So on your PlayStation 4, I have an original model. I don't know what the new ones look like, if they're any different. But on the original model... I think the PS4 Pro even, which is what I've mm-hmm. got, like... I still think it's on the PlayStation 4 Pro. I, I feel it's not as bad, but mm-hmm. it's still similar. So the, the PlayStation... If you look where the buttons are, there's a there's a ridge that goes all the way back. That's the little ridge that lights up when you turn it on. 
And on the left side is like a, a, a sort of shiny plastic, like smooth plastic cover. And on the right of it is more of a matte finish. That shiny cover pops off. You don't even need to take screws off. You can get your fingers under that. Yeah, I think it pops off. Doesn't it pop off because the hard drive's there? Yeah, there's a bunch of shit right there. Um, yeah. But all the way on the left, there looks like little vents. But if you look uh-huh. straight down with the flashlight, there's a screw in there that you cannot see. It blends in. It's all black. Mm-hmm. Even when you know where it is, you, you can't find it. Um, that is an eject screw for the drive. So if you have a stuck disc in there, if you crank that screw and keep cranking it to the left uh, clockwise, Mm -hmm. it will slowly push your disc out of that drive. I don't know if you knew that. (laughs) No, I didn't know that. And if you turn it the other way, you can tighten up the drive. So basically, I loosen that thing all – I loosen that thing up, all right? Um, Mm -hmm. Then if you flip around the console, there's like three on the back where the plugs are. There's – these like shiny black like squares, peel those off mm-hmm. and there's screws behind them. I popped mm-hmm. that fucking thing, took the lid off, uh, blew that thing out. Now, from that cover, you can see the eject button. If you want, <laughs> a lot of people suggest it, you can just pull that fucking button right out. Yeah. You don't need it because you can eject discs in the menu. Right. So you yes. don't your PlayStation 4 can eject yes. by like hitting triangle or whatever. I left that there for the integrity of the system though. But the metal piece when you push the button that that you push in on oh, that triggers uh mm-hmm. there's a little gold plate, little connector on your circuit board. And that's what the little metal connects with and that's what pushes, you know, that's what makes the connection. Uh, yeah. I took some minion duct tape from my daughter's room. And I mm-hmm. duct tape that fucker over. There will be no more electrical contacts with that button at all. <laughs> right? And problem problem solved. solved. The minions do it the again. The minion duct tape. I cut little squares. I covered that little that little connector plate on the circuit mm-hmm. board. Uh, so it will not make a connection anymore with the eject button. Put it all back together. Cleaned it up hooked it all up, tweaked that screw for the eject. It yep. instantly sucks in a disc the minute it fucking touches it, Fred. It fucking boots up, no beeping, no nothing. Can eject the disc right from the menu. It's beautiful. That's awesome. So, yeah, I I own very few discs, so <laughs> I don't usually do that. I own that, three. But... I own three. Diablo oh, 3, okay. Astrobot, and... Uh, Something else. I can't remember what it is. You know, I own Diablo 3 on the PlayStation 4, and it's a disc. Yeah. And then, uh, and soon... Go up it. And, and hopefully, fingers crossed, maybe a Final <laughs> Fantasy 7 remake Fantasy disc. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> that story of opens back up. Anyways, um, so played... So so that's my Spider-Man PlayStation 4 story. And then up in New Hammy, and this is a short story because I didn't... I only played maybe three hours of it. But um, I brought my memory card, uh, my PlayStation One uh, aftermarket. It wasn't. It's not a branded card. It's like a Hyperkin card or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, put that in my PlayStation Two up there. Would not work. Wouldn't work. Wouldn't recognize it. Had to look online, and people said, "Just wiggle that fucking thing. Just keep wiggling it until you hit some sweet spot." And I did. 
and now I wiggled it, and now it recognizes it. And I played about three hours of Legend of Dragoon. Uh, in my memory, one of my favorite RPGs, JRPGs, Sony, Sony, which a lot of people think is a Square Enix game because it looks like one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because they were like, we want a Final Fantasy VII. Yep. For ourselves, uh, so basically, that is exactly what that. Even is. the main character Dart has blonde, spiky hair. So, yep, and a sword, um, and a sword. Yep. Uh, but what's great about Legend of Dragoon is one, it's still obviously it looks like a PS One sort of uh, polygonal. <laughs> You're gonna game. sit here and say it looks pretty good for a PS One game, and I'm gonna say those games don't age. No, well. they don't. I don't think Legend of Dragoon looks good. I. I don't think it looks t- t- weird. You know what it looks like? It looks like a mobile game that's PS1 trying game. to look like a PS1 game. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Um, you know what? I'll give you that. It has nice backgrounds that are sort of like painted looking. And then obviously you got the very mm-hmm. contrasting polygonal figures running around on it. Against yeah, it. they they are kind of Resident Eviling it, right? Where it's like a flat yes. background and they're running around on it. And that does help it a lot. Um, I love the combat. So they do almost like a oh, rhythm button sort of QTE sort of combat where you mm-hmm. equip these arts. I don't know if they're called arts. I can't remember what they're called. Um, but you equip different ones and, the, and some are more powerful. And the more powerful are the more stages there. And that is basically um, when you start an attack, um, a reticle like sort of closes in. And when it hits a certain point, you got to hit the button. With an X to so mm-hmm. square. I think right now it's only X's, and then if they block it, you have to hit sort of the O button. I think mm-hmm. to counter it. Uh, but it gets they more get more complicated. Where you big chains, super fun. It's some I haven't hit it yet, but you get the dragoon uh, gems or whatever, where you basically can yep. transform into sort of dragon people. Well, you get armor. Don't call them summons, but that's what they you are. Basically, turn the mighty morphin power Rangers, and yep. you can fight. The game's awesome. Um, I'm having a ball playing it. I can't wait to go back this weekend and keep playing it. Um, my son uh, sat with me. He liked the the, the red armor guy, Dart. Mm-hmm. Um, hilariously, though, uh, Fred, that we were talking about is in my cabin. I have some horribly sexist uh, wallpaper upstairs in the bathroom because the cabin was made a long ago. And my father-in-law made some choices, style choices. <laughs> and it's, I took a picture of it. And I sent it to Fred because I'm like, I said, I've been staring yeah. at this wallpaper for eight years. And it's fucked up and funny. And I think it's supposed to be. You know what I mean? Yeah, I almost, looking at that, it almost looks ironic. Yes, I think it's ironic wallpaper. And it's yeah. basically like old-timey pictures. And it's like collages of like women ironing. Like from like, you know, like Little House or Prairie style, old school, and women ironing and, and scrubbing clothes in a wash thing. And there's one frame that has a guy with his feet up. He looks like Benjamin Franklin. And he's in front of the fireplace and all the women are working. And it says, everybody works but father. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it turned into a theme because Legend of Dragoon is horribly sexist as I was playing it. You have your guy in a night and then you rescue your childhood sweetheart or whatever um, from a prison and she's with you and your character is constantly telling her what she can and can't do and what she's capable of. And she's like, I can fight too. And at one point 
they go to a town and the knight tells her, uh, you'll make a good wife someday because I've, <laughs> because she did something. And then uh, someone else, the king, says the men are basically going up on the wall, but the kitchen's that way. And you, while you're here, you can cook for the men. And she is super excited about it uh, to show her cooking skills. And that's only three that's right. hours in. And it keeps, and they constantly make jokes to her about how he likes her but he's not admitting it. Like everybody is just like, yeah, well, you know, you obviously love her. And she's like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's like that horrible thing where, uh, when you're in school and someone in, uh, it's the opposite of what you think where you want to brag about the women that you've been with, but people tell you, you've, you've banged some other girl and you're like, I did it. I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta believe me. I didn't. And they're like, Basically, that's yeah. what's happening with uh, this game, and uh, it's horribly sexist, but it's it's still good. It wouldn't fly nowadays, and uh, makes me wonder why it was never remade. For it. if this was remade, Final <laughs> Fantasy remake style, this game would be the shit, man. I would love it. Someone told me in writing. See, everybody thinks that um, uh, that uh, Blue Point is. You know their their Sony mm-hmm. exclusive remake is going to be or remaster is going to be uh, Dark Souls mm. or Demon Souls. Sorry, Demon yeah. Souls. What if it's Legend of Dragon? Oh someone in Reddit, because you know I've been active on Reddit, right? You know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone said that like, in, like at E three last year or the year before, there was this weird resurgence of Legend of Dragon remake talk and then it just disappeared so i don't know but uh that game would be ripe for a comeback i guess it was plans for a two oh that's what they're talking about, a legend of dragoon 2 and then it kind of disappeared but i don't know i wonder why that that series sort of just never went anywhere who knows yeah but anyways that that's my gaming i took way too much time talking about what i did but uh, what a, you know. Oh, so you ready for the joke? Okay. Apparently, there has been like true talk, like beyond just casual talk of a Legend of Dragoon remake from a year or two ago. Okay. And then there really are people who think that Blue Point's remake will be Legend of Dragoon. I'm telling you guys right now, I was kidding. I don't think that's going to happen. Do, would you be? I'm sorry. Would you be for it though? Do you think that would be a cool? I think I'm in. I think that I would in. be a cool comeback. Like, oh, I'm in if they do it. Yeah, sure. Because why not, man? They've been. I mean, they 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 brought God of War back. They modernized God of War, and and basically made that relevant. They they have to see the success Sony does with Final Fantasy VII with Square Enix. Even though that's a Sony, you know, for now, it's out on Sony stuff. But I mean, listen, they want their own shit. And that was their own shit. And uh, I would just, I don't know, I just think that game would be, listen, you don't have to leave in the sexist stuff. You know what I'm saying? You can modernize that story. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a it's an RPG, JRPG story. Or, or as we've seen with uh, Final Fantasy VII, apparently, or you, you can choose not or to. Or not to. Either way, <laughs> I will get the steel book of it. All right, yeah, <laughs> it doesn't go. matter to me. But um, 
Um, anyways, gaming. I always send you a picture when I'm gaming in New Hampshire because I just think it's a fun. It's it's such a fun, relaxing environment to game in, and the fact that it's kind of retro gaming is mm-hmm. something about sitting in the loft of a cabin in the woods, playing retro games. I don't know. You you know what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm feeling. But uh, there's something about that. It can't be beat. And um, yeah, it's just it's good stuff, man. Legend of Dragoon, Spider Man, Animal Crossing. That's what I've been doing. And a little pinball, Fred. I'm so I, I I'm happy that you you rejuvenated that pinball FX three for me. I like doing okay. tournament scores and stuff. It's super fun, man. But Listen, I've been talking way too long, but uh, you know, what have you been doing? So, you know, do you have more stuff about Spider-Man? Um, no, nothing to report so far. Like I said, I had fun with it. Um, uh, other than one spot in the Mary Jane mission where I got stuck because I can't read on-screen prompts to flip something over, I had to flip over a pamphlet in order for me to manipulate a statue. Yes. Otherwise, um, <laughs> why couldn't you? You just didn't know you could. I just, it doesn't, I didn't, I didn't, I was not paying attention to the flip over command. I'll be honest. I don't like, uh, we've talked about this in other games. I don't like Mm -hmm. like weird shifts in play style like that. Like going from crazy action. And And don't play near the original near. I got to fucking walk around. I got to look at statues. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, all right. I don't dig the Peter Parker walk around stuff. I oh, think it's kind of boring. You go to the, uh, shelter or whatever, and you walk around. Yeah. Talk yeah. to some people playing chess. Or Octavius's lab or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> um so no, I uh I played a couple other games. Uh just to get out of the way. I have no idea where this came from. I was wrapping up oh well, I can tell you kind of where it came from. So I was wrapping up my Sega C D <laughs> Uh, my Mega SG and my um, SSD3, <clears throat> which is my Turbo Graphics uh, SD card reader, mm-hmm. ODE, and both of those have new programs from their creator Terra Onion. That is like a database creator where you can add the genre, year released, and some screenshots art to it. And I think I've told you about that. And uh, then I find some lovely people on Reddit who have built databases already that are pretty complete. Mm. So what you do is you can import their database with like 5,000 games. And even though I don't have the 5,000 games that they do, because I'm not going to buy some whole library amount, you know, I just do what I need. I re-up those. And then when I was at it, I was like, you know, there are those games that are called unworked designs. It's all the working designs games, mm-hmm. but as I've told you, they've tweaked all of them. Like apparently Popful Mail is more fun when it's unworked designs and stuff like that. There's a couple others. And um, you may not find this interesting, but I kind of am somewhat of... I, I enjoyed, in the same way I enjoyed Buffy, I enjoyed early Sailor Moon. Uh, and they just re-released all uh, the first three seasons on YouTube to watch for free. Um, and so I was watching a couple of those. Don't like it quite as... It's a little younger toned than I w- remembered, but yeah, it's amusing. Mm-hmm. So I was watching some of that, and then they just released the first full translation. The same guys who did the Unworked Designs released a full translation of the original Sailor Moon... Um, you know, what do you call it? A visual novel or whatever 
on the PC Engine CD. So I got that. And it was something about putting all those things on the card and doing the unworked designs and everything that somehow I ended up starting to play Cosmic Fantasy 2, which is the game I was sending to you. Mm -hmm. It was the first working designs RPG. We did not get the original. It is a old school RPG in the vein of Dragon Quest, where you are one guy by yourself and then people kind of join and leave your party. And then sometimes they join up with you later. And you're this combo like wizard and warrior, but you're more of a fighter than a, than a magician. Mm-hmm. And you're on this epic quest to like fight this one guy who stole your high school or your, your sweetheart growing up. Um, who also happens to be a princess or something, and you're trying to go save her. And it's it's fun. Trees, you got to see it. It's turn-based RPG of Palooza. Make the numbers go yep. up is basically yep. the trick. Uh, go to, you know, you fight the meat wall until you're finally getting through a handful of battles without having trouble. Yeah. And before that time, you're just hanging around town where you can go heal up and save real quick. Then you get a heal spell and you can get a little crazier with it. Then you start doing dungeons. This is before there was times of like leaving the dungeons and coming back and all that stuff. No, when you go in there, you got to get through everything the first time. Right. So you got to level up a little bit. There's definitely some grinding. There's a couple of times where I've had to spend 30 hours, 30 hours, 30 minutes plus grinding to get to a certain level point and then move mm. on. Um, but <clears throat> I uh, am playing that and really enjoying it. I did not have the manual before, and now I've downloaded the manual and and played it or and, and printed it up. When I started recording that for Cron CD, which I'm contemplating getting back into, but whatever, um, I was taking a long time because I didn't read the manual, and the spells aren't called anything useful. Like, Working Designs just chose not to change the name of the spells. So, Bado 1 is a heal spell. Okay. And Brizam 3 is a fireball spell and stuff like that. And you need the manual to tell you that. And then what some of the abilities do are, are, you know, necessary also. So I was having a really hard time with the game the first time I played it because I didn't know there was a heal spell. And it actually uses very little magic. And the heal spell almost fully recovers your health so far. And I'm like level 15, which is actually pretty high up in the Dragon World world. And I'm like halfway through this game now. (laughs) So I've been playing this out of the blue 80s JRPG and I'm really enjoying it. And I'm like halfway through it now. I've put probably 15 hours into it. Now it's going to become much more easier than you think. Yeah, yeah. The the game usually gets easier. I've already done the portal dungeon, which was where I stopped the first time. Mm -hmm. And I think I was like... I think I was like 20-something hours in the first time I did it because I didn't know that heal spell existed. Now that I know the heal spell's in there, yeah, I'm really kicking ass. (laughs) Um, So anyway, I'm through the portal dungeon, um, and I want to say in the walkthrough, I'm like halfway, maybe like a little more than halfway, maybe two-thirds of the way through. Um, So I'm enjoying it. But it's it's an old school meat RPG. But we were sharing screenshots because, of course, I went to buy the axe, and it says... Um, this is a good weapon, a uh, good solid weapon, but women can't use it because too heavy. <laughs> um, and then I was telling you before the show started that if you go to buy a cape, uh, men can't wear capes. Can't wear capes. Uh, that's for women. That's for the women. Armors for men. They have not been to a modern Renaissance fair. Because <laughs> there are men. I said if Joan of Arc joins my team, we're fucked. Um, <laughs> so anyway, I'm playing through that. It's just you know what I really dig about it that some audiences are just not going to get is trees. It has CD audio, like battle music. It's, it's all CD audio, you mm-hmm. know? 
So there's like an overworld music. Each dungeon's got its own music. There's um, battle sequence music. There's boss battle sequence music. And there are animated cutscenes that are kind of like not quite Sega CD. Like it's not quite full motion video. But there's like where you get a anime scene and then maybe somebody is moving in the scene, right? Like maybe you see a guy run across a field or you see mouths move and stuff like that. And that was real novel when this game came out in, I think, 89. So like that was a big deal. Imagine 89, like Mario 3 wasn't out yet. We were playing Dragon Quest 2 where it was just a big deal that you could have more than one person in your party. Final Fantasy 1 wasn't even out in America. And so to get something like that is pretty damn cool. And so I am appreciating it a little more on that level, but it it is also fun to just be in that archaic design style RPG. And I will tell you the biggest reason why I'm interested in that is because I I intend to move into another (laughs) archaic style RPG that's just slightly older, is like slightly newer, shall I say, uh, in the near future. So... um, yeah, uh, so we will see how that goes. But for right now, I'm playing Cosmic Fantasy 2 on the PC Engine CD, um, and that's fun. Um, and then on my B video game front. Oh, it's very exciting. Yeah, my B-style game in front. I finished Syndicate. Okay. Finished Did Syndicate. Finish strong? That game's kind of, no, that game's kind of <laughs> bullshit at the end. What's the end? I can't remember. I know I played so, there are 20 missions, yeah. <laughs> take you about six hours, at least that's where I was, um, and there are challenges in the achievements for each boss, and until the end, I did most of those challenges, um, so like, there's one boss that has like two minions with him, and he has homing bullets, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're in a server room, you're raising up servers with your powers yes. to like hide behind that sounds, them, yeah, that sounds and super familiar. There's a fun achievement that this might have been that boss you were talking about that I wasn't yeah. thinking of. I was thinking of the first boss. There's an achievement that says make them watch. <laughs> and in this achievement, you kill the boss before his minions. And his minions are super easy to kill and they're like running in front of your gun. <laughs> so you have to really try yeah. to like do it. But I did that one. There's another one where um, you're fighting a guy who's invisible. He can go invisible with chameleon skin. Mm-hmm. And you are given an entire room of EMP grenades. You can trigger at any time to like reveal him and stagger him. And that's how you're supposed to fight it. But there's an achievement for never using any of those or any of your own EMP grenades or using your dart, your slowdown time, which reveals invisible enemies. You can't use any of that to fight him. You gotta, nowadays with old, with like Titanfall 2, my skills of seeing people with that fake camouflage. Okay, so you can, you can can see them, him though. He kind of bends light a little bit, you know? Gotcha. And so you got to do it that way, but you're only using a revolver. They also take away your weapon early into the fight. You, like, hit him a couple times, and he runs up to you and beats you up and then breaks your weapon. So you're forced to fight him with just a pistol. No, And so I beat him, but... No, it's crazy. You're talking Mm. about Syndicate, but the minute you say... This happens a lot. Whenever you say Titanfall 2, my brain goes, I should play some Titanfall 2. You should, right? You should. Yes. I don't, I think it's been a couple weeks yeah. since I've played Titanfall 2 and not, I to play it again. Not say, oh, I should, I should be. Yeah, no, my quota, my time to Titanfall 2 is, is less than three what you, days. What do you play point. that on no. again? Xbox. How one? come we don't play it? How come we, I, I, I don't know how we don't play it? Because I'm a bad person. Next time I'm going to get on Titanfall 2, I oh will text God, you. I'm up to midnight every um, night. I know. We should, we should work on this. Um, <laughs> 
But uh, there's a good chance Friday afternoon's your time. Uh, but uh, or evening, sorry. Um, but uh, so I got to the end, and yeah, the in mission 19 they do a kill room that's kind of bullshit in my opinion. They just send so many guys at you and by the end of that game they really introduce some things that are just they're not hard. I wasn't dying I was dying immediately and then reloading and the load times aren't mm-hmm. too bad, but it's just like you die because oh you didn't you know what it is? It's unexplained mechanics. They suddenly make enemies act and have abilities they completely fly in the face of game design of the way the game's designed and they don't tell you that's how that enemy works. So you end up blasting these guys forever and you don't know why they're not dying. The same is true of the last boss battle where you fight your main guy. Oh, you know, I mean, I hope people aren't worried that I'm spoiling syndicate, <laughs> but I will tell you top level. I, I, I um, can't imagine. You work for a major... Cor- it's not me if you've heard this plot before. You work for a major corporation, and then one of your own gets kidnapped. And when you go to save her, you end up in the seedy underground of the enemy. And you come to find out the enemy's really peaceful, and it's you who works for the bad people all along. <laughs> so then you decide to do good and fight them. And then when you get to the end, the guy who was your partner ends up being the guy you want to fight. Oh my god, you spoiled everything. I know. Anyway, so what they do is they they have you fight him, but he's not ready to fight you yet. You're not worthy to fight him yet. So they perch him up on a on a high platform with a Gatling gun. Yeah. And have you fight these two fucking twins who can heal each other, but they don't tell you to how they don't tell you that they can heal each other. And what's even worse is when you kill them, when you hit their life bar all the way down to zero, which has tricks to it as well. You can't just shoot people in this game. By the end of Syndicate, you can't shoot anybody. You have to like disrupt their shields, and then you have to like jump through a hoop of fire, and then you have to like juggle four fire four balls, and then answer a quiz question before you can like actually fight a person. Mm-hmm. And they don't have any of these problems. They just shoot you and you die. Um, so I'm fighting these twins, and the twins themselves are very manageable, even with your homeboy shooting a Gatling gun up above. Um, and I found out later that if you shoot him, he just disappears for a while. Like, he just drops down and and then, like, doesn't shoot at you for a while. So foolish me for not thinking of it. Um, but when I killed the 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 one of the twins they like drop down and go i can't believe he got me and they hold their neck and start bleeding out <laughs> i didn't know that they can go revive that person yeah you have to know something that you've never been able to do before which is walk up to them and hit a button prompt and then you can murder like assassinate <laughs> them basically yeah and they don't tell you that this is up there and what ends up happening near the end of the game trees which i i didn't think about until i just said this is it really becomes Oh, sorry. The answer is you need to use this prompt, but the game doesn't always trigger the prompt. Mm-hmm. So your left bumper prompt to like kill shields or kill an enemy in a timed thing, like you down them, but you have to use the left bumper prompt to kill them to like do the final nail with your like hacking powers at the last minute, or you come to a door that's supposed to have the left bumper prompt and open for you. Mm. Those prompts are kind of buggy and don't always show up on the screen. And so you get stuck in rooms and you have to reload a checkpoint in order to get through that room or that enemy. You have to kill him like three times because the prompt's never showing up to kill him fully. And then same thing with these twins. And so, and then you fight your buddy 
and your buddy is just fucking bullshit. Like he's just got he's just got so much life. They actually give him like little tears that go, okay, one of these little notches represents a full life right. bar, and they give him six of them. <laughs> it's the final <laughs> fight method of a last. That's so now. familiar. Yeah, and when you finally beat him, it's just a game of attrition. I never died on him, but I was like, fuck, I've been fighting this guy for like 20 right. minutes. They need He needs to die. And they do that thing where he heals up all of his life if you don't take out an entire life bar at once. And, of course, if you unload a whole clip into him, your reload animation in this game is longer than sin. It's like 10 <laughs> seconds. And if you move or anything, it resets it, right? It's as if it didn't happen. Right. So when you unload a clip into him, you still need to get like 10 more bullets into him. And you only have like 12 seconds from when you initiate a reload to finish that off before he heals. And of course, like I said, the, the animation's 10 seconds. And he hits you so hard with all his Gatling gun bullets that you almost die. So it's this weird, stupid timetable of like... Unloading your clip, reloading, taking just enough damage to where you're almost dead, and then you hit him and it staggers him for a minute, and then run away and hide for a minute while you wait for your life bar, your shields and life bar to heal up. Rinse, repeat, and do this for like 25 minutes. And I'm sure someone at Sarbreeze thought that that was a fucking dope boss (laughs) battle, just embedded in 2009's game design, but uh, not so much. Um, and then you beat the game and it's a cliffhanger for a sequel we know is never is it I don't remember that but yeah but and I've got like 300 points to show for it and then they're like and you know what the real fun of this game is is playing it co-op and a couple other people said that to me when I said eh the game was meh they're like you really need to replay it co-op and I said or I don't yeah or I don't (laughs) and I just uninstalled it and we called it yeah (laughs) I got my six bucks out of it so my next game Mm -hmm. Is called Agony. Have you ever heard of Agony? I have not heard of Agony. It is kind of like a walking simulator, but a little more interactive, and it has some combat. It's a first-person game, and you are walking through hell. Oh. Literally hell. It's a psychological, gruesome, fuck-with-you game that's apparently got a lot of vivid imagery, Ooh. weird psychological effects, and sex and nudity. Okay. And this game was released on Xbox One and PS4 as well as PC, but those versions have been censored and stripped down trees. And those are the only games I've ever seen on their storefronts that have like this huge warning that pops up that says you must be 18 years or older to buy. Um, So apparently Agony got some controversy, but like most games, it doesn't have a reputation for being that good. Um, I have the unrated cut from Steam which I think someone gave to me and said, Fred, you apparently like fucked up games about violence and fucked up games about sex. This one seems to merge them. Why don't you give it a yeah. go? <laughs> and I even, I think I told them like I couldn't accept it. And they were like, dude, I got this in a humble bundle for like 99 cents and I'm not going to buy, I'm not going to play it. So just <laughs> take it. Someone was like, look, I gave it to you. Take it. So I installed that. I will be starting that. I think tonight actually after yeah. this show. So I'll, I'll let you know how that goes. Um, so yeah, so I'm going to wrap up Spider-Man and then, um, switching over to the Xbox to do Gears Mm. and then Gears Tactics hits this week on Game Pass Okay, and it's PC only in the beginning. And I was really eager to play XCOM. I even bought that new Chimera 
Camera Wars, which is only on PC at this time. But if you pre-bought it through like my particular reseller, who is a legit reseller, he buys them straight from Steam. It was like seven fifty for that game, and I was thinking about starting that, which I've never. I've started and played a little XCOM one, started and played a little XCOM two, even bought War of the Chosen and never played it on all on PC. Oh. And now I bought that Chimera thing, and then I'm going to bypass all those and probably... I've even played Mutant Year Zero for about five hours, got through the first few chapters of that, and now I'm going to start Gears Tactics. For some reason, I think I'll stick with Gears Tactics. I don't know why. Gears 2. I mean, not Gears 2. Um, <clears throat> XCOM, Gears XCOM 2. Oh. I love the yeah. shit out of it. Yeah, I beat that game. I love that. <clears throat> that game was a lot of fun. They're all fun. Mm-hmm. Um. And we'll see what I do. I'm also playing Gears 2 with my friend Matt. We're almost at the end, but fuck, I forgot how long Gears 2 I, is. You know, I went... Boy. I went back in... Because they're all on Game Pass. And I'm like, yeah. I'm going to play all the fucking Gears. Well, also, I bought Gears 4, and it came. they gave you all the I, games. Like, you couldn't pick... To I, I them, did but. not get through Gears 1 again. Just the control setup and stuff. I'm like, man, I... Gears One Ultimate Edition actually quite playable yeah. still, and still a ton of fun with co-op. Yeah, I didn't. I don't play co-op, so yeah, but yeah. Without co-op, Gears One and um, all of them are I, really hard to. You get know, I'm to. not ashamed to admit that uh, my nighttime ritual is playing Gears Pop before I go to bed. That's I play a, a lot of Gears Pop. It's yes, it's a, a it's a Clash Royale ripoff. Yes, and money, is, but it's money still. grab and grinder and all that good shit, you know. But uh, yeah, I play it every night before I go to it's bed. It's so cute. I'm in, you know. And uh, but then you get achievements on your Xbox that pop up. That's hilarious. Oh yes, that's when right. I put my Xbox um, on, I so, get these weird achievements. I'm like, what the fuck is these from? And I'm like, oh, they're from Gears Pop. Yeah. yeah. So um, one thing I will say is if you do want to play a single-player Gears game, uh, four, five, and, 4 and 5, I've not played 6, but 4 and I've played like a couple hours of 5. I just need to go finish it. Um, those are very uh, – right. those are far less single-player f- focused. And actually Gears Judgment, completely playable single-player. Yeah. I played that whole game single-player and actually enjoyed it. I think all the people who played it co-op is who didn't enjoy it. But anyway hmm. – um, so yeah, that's about it. But yeah, I'll be moving on to Gears 5. I'm playing Agony for my B-tier game. Um, I probably won't get through these like this yeah. week, though. Agony I'll probably get through. And Cosmic Fantasy, you know. Um, and then after that, I, I'm trying to remember what my next retro game is. Uh, I thought mm. I had it. And then, of course, I've been talking to people about Sonic yeah. and whatnot. Um, the Sonic lecture I will be doing, hopefully, in the near future. I've got a lot of interest in doing this stuff, but... With um, family time being very limited with my wife working every other weekend, and obviously I'm being called at work left and right, um, you know, for, and then I've got a bunch of friends who, God bless them, they think to come to me when they want to do projects, but they suddenly want to do projects because they're home alone and bored, Mm. but I'm working plus I can't even get my own content out, and so... Yeah, it's just a long time. It's taken me a long time, but I will get that Sonic lecture out. But like I said, I, I want to make sure that when I do these, even if they take a long time, that they're done right. I'm also really itching for a, a new video tree, so I might start work on a on a there video. So I um yeah. I downloaded a game tonight on Xbox. I, I don't I, I don't know if it was Games for Gold. I think it was, but it was like Bring Us the Moon or something like that. Okay. I've heard of it. Well, I watched it. Yeah, I don't remember. Which I watched it the is. trailer. I'm like, 
oh, this looks like something I would kind of play. It looks like a short story-driven sort of, you know, gravity-esque mm-hmm. type situation or something. I don't know. Let's give that a shot. No. I got so many services I subscribe to. It's bananas. I'm like, no time to play this shit. Well, now I do, but this week. But <laughs> just in general, like I subscribe to every service that you can get. And I'm just like, why? Got all these games I download <laughs> and I don't play them. But I, I'll try to get to them. You know? I try to do at least. Oh, yeah, because, yeah. Oh, man, I didn't talk about it. And I don't know. You got five minutes? Sure. If you don't, that's fine. But so I did buy one toy. I think I talked about it. I bought a new gaming monitor. Did I mention this on this show? You did. So you could put it vertical, right? Is that the one that goes vertical? No, my my current monitor goes vertical. Um, but yes, I wanted to put the vertical monitor on there so it's always hooked yep. up and then have okay. this as my main All monitor. Right. So the main monitor I bought is a Dell. Um, I went for some different ones. The Dell came highest recommended when I checked CNET and cross-referenced it with Tom's hardware. If you want to know where I make my decisions, those are the two. Um, And, oh, also Artings. Artings agreed with people. So I was like, okay, okay. Artings is a good um, display person. They know reviews on TVs Mm -hmm. and stuff. And a lot of people are like, why isn't my TV reviewed? They didn't think it was good enough to even review. And I know people get offended when I say that, but like that's what their thought process is. If you don't agree with it, that's fine. But they don't review with budgets in mind. They will tell you what it costs and they vary their reviews based off of budgets. But yeah, anyway, long story short, I bought this Dell. It was 450 bucks. It's still 450 bucks. You can get it at Best Buy or at Dell.com. Um, but no one on here is going to buy this monitor anyway, but it's normally six or 700 and Best Buy, I think was sold out of it or something, but it's, it's on like one of those sales that keeps Mm -hmm. going, but it's everything I want. It's 32 inch, which is pretty damn big for a monitor. (laughs) It's curved, which I never thought I'd get into, but I'm actually quite digging the effect. (laughs) If you sit real, you got to be one of those people likes to sit real close. And I like to sit real close, like within like. Probably, you know, like six inches. <laughs> like, yeah. like I move my keyboard right. so that my hands can rest on my <clears throat> where the keyboard's going to be. Um, and it's very immersive. But it's 32 inches. It's curved. It is 2K, or, sorry, 2.5K or 1440p, half of 4K resolution, mm-hmm. which is really ideal for high frame rate on a PC, which is what I like to go with. It is 165 frames a second, which is that high frame rate. It used to be just FreeSync, which... What that was, was that was AMD's version of it matches the frame rate with your computer's, like, how it how much frame rate it can make. It matches it so that you don't have screen tearing trees. So, like, if your PC is struggling to hit 60 frames a second, but it can hit, like, you know, 50 frames a second, this will drop down to 50 fa- frames a second and you won't have screen tearing. Or... If you do like me and the performance is all over the place, which is more common with a PC, you just go, hey, try to get to 165 frames a second, which it'll never get Mm. to. And wherever it ends up that's less than that, it'll just run it. So like performance looks great to you, even though it's shifting because your eyes can't really tell the difference between 50 and 70 frames a second. It just always seems smooth and you don't have screen tearing as a problem, which is a big problem when you hook PCs up to TVs, which are like 60 frames or nothing, you know? Um, 
And so <clears throat> it's high frame rate. It's G-Sync compatible. So it, it worked with that. And this one is HDR. HDR is very uncommon in computer monitors. And HDR in a lot of computer monitors doesn't work very well because it needs one of two things. Either the uh, individual pixels have their own light values. Right. Will do that because uh, HDR is high contrast, widened color palette, 10-bit color, as opposed to 8-bit color, which most have. And then um, it's also um, different lighting based off of the region of the uh, of the pixels and relatively region of the screen. Well, there's a certain type of monitor. There's three monitor types, and the highest end is VA, which this is. And those have incredibly good contrast, which is why they do HDR so well, because they have the widened color palette and they have really good blacks. And then they have a ability to change the lighting on the borders, like the, the border of the monitor. And it can kind of fudge the lighting effects of HDR well enough that, you, you know, if you're like me and you've seen it on like an OLED TV or like my Samsung you know that it's not quite pulling that off, but damn, it gets good enough. And I say that from playing Resident Evil 3. I put it out on my HDR monitor or on my TV, played through it for a while, then moved it over to the monitor. It gets damn close. Mm. And so this has become my new place to play all my, basically my PC's not moving. I now <laughs> have the setup I want. The high frame rate HDR monitor with 2K resolution. And it's gorgeous and it's beautiful and it's, wonderful and it came highly recommended and i couldn't be happier and for 450 bucks for the record trees most monitors i've looked at that have hdr and high frame rate but it has had those lit pixels mm -hmm. start at like 1200 bucks so to get this sucker for 450 oh, yeah. was awesome and then to have that side monitor which is usually turned off but if i ever want to play pinball or anything i just turn it on and the vertical games is as long as i've set them up that way in the options menu they know to look for the vertical monitor so it's really cool how my desktop just remains and it'll just pop on pinball effects on that second monitor it just knows that's the one i want it on hmm. and so what i'll do is i usually just i know it's sacrilege but i usually don't keep them on at the same time you know, I'll turn off the curved monitor if I'm playing Pinball FX, and then I'll turn that monitor off if I'm playing anything else. Um, but it also makes a really cool second monitor that's all vertical for if I ever want to stream. Right. Although streaming's not much of my thing, so I probably won't. But yeah, that's been awesome. Played through Resident Evil 3 on that nightmare mode where they really upped the difficulty, but I've got like unlimited assault rifle, and I've got all these special perks, and... Um, I also, uh, it also rearranges where all the items are. And frankly, it just doesn't rearrange them enough mm. for it to matter. So I got about halfway through and I was like, this is cool, but it's really hard. And I've got unlimited ammo and all these special coins that like shift all of the health and damage and everything like that, which is kind of making up for it. But I think I've had enough of Resident Evil 3 for now. Yeah. I will probably revisit that and play it for a while, but being able to play through it for like the first four, uh, uh, sorry, First three hours, I would say, of a six-hour campaign, being to play through the first half with just checking it out with all that special stuff was kind of cool. Yeah. So, um, and then I did play a couple, one night of Call of Duty Modern Warfare, and I had a great match. I don't know if you saw it, but I it was free-for-all. I got 20 kills with my highest streak being seven or eight, 
and uh, 20 kills, 12 deaths, and I was number one in the <laughs> round. Nice. So that felt good. That was a good stopping point. Once I got that, I was like, okay, <laughs> let's quit. And it was like on a Saturday night yeah. or something. So it was on a popular time. And on Magic, I reluctantly decided to join into a tournament that uses the gems, which is the money, mm. because I had them. And I want I want a lot of packs because I'm trying to pull a lot of these Godzilla cards and stuff, which I'm getting there. I'm getting to where I right. want. Got my Godzilla deck, and it's a lot of fun. <laughs> um but uh, it was like I could get for the gems I had, I could either get nine packs or I could play this tournament thing. And I've told you there's cheaters and bullshit, right. so I'm not usually keen on it. But I could do this tournament thing where I pay the same amount and I get six packs right away to play the tournament with. And then even if I don't win any matches, I get three packs. So I was like, well, I may as well play this because at least I can have some fun. And if I win a couple of times, I can actually get some of my gems back and win more packs and stuff. I don't know what it was, whether it was Sunday was just a bad time for the cheaters or <laughs> what, but I... Open it up. I got a really good series of pulls. I won't lie. Without getting into any details, I got a really good deck going. Um, and then I just started playing Saturday when my daughter went for her, or Sunday night when my daughter went up for her bath at like seven o'clock. And in like an hour and a half, I won the most you can win. You can only win seven times before they just go, okay, here's the top prize, which you get all your money back plus fifteen percent and an and four packs instead of three. Nice. And I got all seven wins without a loss. I just fucking won seven games in a row. No cheaters. <laughs> just crushing it. I was like, fuck. <laughs> and then, yeah, the button to play. You can't even play for fun anymore. They're like, no, just claim your prize. And you keep all those cards, too. So, like, I got to keep them all. So I got four packs. Plus, I went from having the 2,000 gems to having 2,300 gems now. Right. <laughs> or whatever, 2,350. And... um. <clears throat> And I got, uh, and now I'm thinking about just re-entering because even if I lose again, I still get nine more packs. Now I've turned what would have been nine packs into eighteen packs, mm. right? So that's kind of cool. Um, but yeah, so it's been a good time for online competitive gaming for me, and it won't last. The second I play, you know, Titanfall, I'm gonna shit the bed. But yeah, but anyway, so that's me with gaming. I've been having fun, but I've been playing a lot more games, and I do think that's another thing that's changing things, Trees, is I'm more focused on gaming than projects, yeah, yeah. and that's probably also why, but for so many years of my life, I've been more focused on projects than gaming that I think that's why the video is just probably not going to happen for a while, but either way, I'm playing games all the time, and I'm very varied, kind of like you, and I'm having a blast yep. at it, and I, I, if it ain't broke, don't that's fix right. it, you know? And, um, and I will just part with this. If you haven't paid attention to your news cycles, go check a bunch of games got announced for the summer, uh, today, bunch of big games. So, um, there's going to be plenty to play this summer and I'm looking forward to it. I think as it stands, I have one game to buy every month from like June on. Mm. So. I just got to get through May. And May is where I got to clean up trees. Got to finish Gears 5. I'm going to try to finish Near Automata oh. and just live on the Xbox and just try to knock that shit out. So, nice. Yep. Yep. So that's where we're going because when we next talk, it'll be May. Oh, boy. Can you believe Ow, that? Time flies, man. March was slow. April was a fucking, was a bullet. I tell train. you, from Tuesday to Tuesday when we talk, I'm just like, what is it? It's Tuesday already? Did I just talk to him? What's going on? Oh yeah, April has flown. Yeah, by. like 
has flown by. Tomorrow's Wednesday. I'm already halfway through my week. Yeah, it's weird for me because it's like Wednesday, Thursday, and then Friday at noon, I'm going back to New Hampshire. Yeah. I know. That's I'll be awesome. right back where I was. And apparently Microsoft is going to do their press conference in May, so we'll see. But I'm, I'm fully planning, and I'm hoping more people will be back and will be kind of a little closer to mm-hmm. normal uh, come late May, early June, because I'm hoping to take my week where people aren't so dependent on you know, the skeleton crew COVID yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I want to take my summer week and I, I think I've heard yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, anyway. All right. Well, I say we call Let's it. Let's call it. I'm good. All righty. Well then until next, Oh, if you ever want to write us, contact gaming history, <laughs> Otherwise we'll just do our thing. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Until next week. Happy Later. gaming. Wake up! You're supposed to be having fun! Wanna see something really, really, really cool? Expand! Say it! Expand! Love ya! Mean it! Expand is the first video game network that lets you play real people across town or across the country. You even get to use your own games! All you need is a Sega Genesis and a telephone. Oops, bad hair day. Hey, let's play! My life's very strange. Expand!